Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Hello, it is Saturday, September the 5th, no, 2006. No, 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 it's September 5th, 5th, whatever Sif? you, it's Force Friday yesterday, right? Wasn't it Force Friday? So this is September 6th. I said I wouldn't say that because that's a really bad, really bad joke. Yeah, but that's like what I do. That's my job here. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I remember, we'll talk about this later, but <laughs> when Bob and, Bob and I first started doing podcasts together... This is a, this is uh, the Talk Comics podcast, by the way. Yes, thank Episode you. Episode two hundred. Um, I'm here with Steve Say. Hi. And Bob Ryer. Good afternoon. Um, and we were joined by some of our friends and and awesome fans who have joined us here at uh, at Jackie's Jackie Turner's house, who obviously is co-host of Talking Games. She's not outside right now because she's like, I don't want to hear you guys podcast at all. Yeah, she's I, heard enough. I want to be away. <laughs> I've heard Bobby talk enough in my life. Um, yeah, we're joined by. By everybody, we joined by representatives from all of our, our podcasts except Talking Valiant because Adam is in Japan, so that's a little bit tough for him. A little tough trip for him to get here. But uh, today in the show, we're gonna we're gonna start off. We're gonna do a little. We're gonna chat a little bit at the top, and then actually uh, talking movies, talking games, and the Misfits are all gonna have a little segment of their own, and then we'll close out the show with our own segment, um, which is actually gonna be uh, a little panel moderated by uh, Man Cave Podcasts' uh, Jeff Schaefer. Oof. Yeah, so tough questions. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, isn't very, out here right now either. Very. What? Yeah, he's he's not. Yeah, where the hell is he? Is he he's working? circulating. He's he's pressing the flesh. You know, he's Jeff. very social. Yeah, he's a very social person. Um. So yeah. So we are live for our Patreon members uh, right now. Um. And if you're not Patreon members, come on, guys. What's going yeah, on? I mean, please. <laughs> Come on, let's do this. Uh, so yeah, I want to say right off the top, uh, a big thank you to Larry's Comics. Uh, you can find me at Larry Comic, Larry'sComics.net, who send over a bunch of books to give away for, for today. Everybody's going to get copies who, who's here. Uh, send uh, Young Terrorists from Black Mask, The, Sh- the Incredible Shrinking Man from IDW. Ooh, it's um, I'm grabbing some of those. An awesome uh, variant cover of Spider-Gwen number one. Uh, 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 right. Stay away from that, Steve. <laughs> uh, a variant cover of Letter 44 number one. One uh, oxymoron number one is from Comics Tribe. Um, Ant Man number five, a nice, a nice, a variant edition as well. Uh, I, I have two copies of Young Terrorist for whatever reason. So, but that's what he's giving away. It's a big thanks, big thanks to him, and, and a big thanks also because when I told him, you know, we'll talk about you on the show and everything, he was very much like, don't worry about talking about me. Just you know, let's let's pimp the creators who are who are doing these books. Wow. So very big of him, but he's been a great supporter of the show. So thank you very much uh, to him. But. Uh, mm-hmm. 200 episodes. 200 episodes. We haven't done, it's really more than 200 episodes. We kind of cheated the last two weeks. <laughs> We've cheated in general if you consider all the interview uh, episodes. That's true. We have done much more than 200 episodes if you consider those. But but the last two weeks we have done special issues only yeah. because only because of the fact that we, we needed to pad the, the time yes. until we got to 200. 199A. Exactly. B, yes. Exactly. 
Um, because, you know, this kind of thing requires scheduling. So we couldn't schedule it on the actual 200th weekend because there was stuff going on. So we had to schedule it now. But it's Labor Day weekend, so... Hey, it gave us a couple of weeks off. It did. Sort of. We recorded both of those weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we, did the, we did the special issue with Jeremy Whitley, and then yeah. we did the, the radio theater. Oh, I love that which one. Was, which was a lot of fun. Um, and we recorded a Patreon thing last week, so we have not had a week off. But this Tuesday... We're giving you guys, we're giving us the, the week off because this will what come out. What am I supposed Tuesday. to do? I don't know, Bob. You'll have to figure it out for yourself. Movie night. Could be. <laughs> on my way back from the airport. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Movie night. All right, cool. Sold. I, actually, while he's in the car on the way back from the airport, you guys, yeah. Yeah. We'll guys will watch I'll a movie. stream it. How do, I, how do I, what am I, I even talking about? I don't know. Yeah, Bob, I'll yeah, I, I, autopilot. <laughs> those are words I've never heard Bob say before. I'll stream it. That's not <laughs> the words I've ever heard before. I've heard other people say it. They're repeating it around the club. It's true. It's true. So, yeah, so. Uh, it's been a, we, like I said, we've been doing this over the last couple of weeks, and we, I've been preparing for this. So, I actually am a very bad comic book host. Have not even bought my books yet this this week. I've not even gone to the shop yet. Um, but uh, Steve, I know that you said you read uh, Plutona. I don't. I, know, did. I don't even know how to say it. Uh, it's Plutona. Plutona. It's Plutona, and it's a image book from Jeff Lemire and artist uh, Emmy Emmy Lennox, who uh, did Emmy Town, mm. oh, which is great. You got me there for Christmas a couple years ago. Uh, it's it's a beautiful series. Uh, and Jordi Belair on colors, and uh, what it essentially is. Is it's very much a getting to know you issue, uh, pretty much setting up our story of a bunch of small town kids. You have like your your resident, you know, young smoking cigarettes of his dad's badass and the weird kid that everybody picks on. And pretty much this ragtag group of like junior high schoolers uh, come to one of the one of them had to bring their brother to school that day when they were all meeting up and all of a sudden they realize that he's missing mm-hmm. and he's run off into the woods and they all go and they look for him and when they look for him they basically find him crying over a body inside of the woods and that body is a young woman dressed up like a superhero and she's passed out in the woods and they have no idea who she is or where she's come from but they live in a world where superheroing is like a daily occurrence so one of these kids actually keeps a log and he runs a blog and a podcast about all these different sightings throughout his city of like all the daring do that everybody does and now there's a new player in town only she doesn't have an identity yet and she's obviously going to need their help and um, it's good. It was, um, like I said, it's very much a getting to know you thing. So if you're looking for, like, it's not classic Lemire. It's actually very, um, I wouldn't say watered down, but it's like distilled Jeff Lemire in that it doesn't have so much of, like, the emotional uh, tones that his stuff usually does. But I can definitely see where he might fit that in later. Um, I know that him and Emmy have been friends for quite a number of years just from watching their Twitter interactions with one another. So I know that they're very excited to be working on a project finally together. And uh, it's really, really cool to see Image after they adapted uh, Emmy's kind of slice of life college experiences in Emmy Town to collecting it and distributing it that they met with her again and were saying, you know, we'd like for you to come in with us and work on a book. And um, it's a promising start. Her art is... um, not exactly what you would find in Emmy Town. It's a little bit different. It almost has kind of like a strange Lemire echo to it in a way. So I think that knowing this guy being her friend, that she maybe tried to blend her style with his to kind of welcome readers uh, to the book a little bit more. And uh, she does it really well. Cool. Yeah. I, 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 knowing Jeff Lemire, I assume it's going to start out, like you said, a little distilled and then 
at some at some point you're going to be crying. It's got like yeah. that like that stand by me like mm. I found a body in the woods. You should come and okay. check it out like kind it. of thing. And it's they're all coming from different backgrounds. They all uh, they're. Maybe not who they like. What the story will be uh, isn't conveyed entirely, but you do get a good sense of that. All these kids are coming from different places and different mentalities and different homes, and some of them are broken homes, others are privileged homes. So you're getting a very ragtag group of kids who don't necessarily all get along with one another, but even like the toughest of kids has his nerdy side. Mm-hmm. There's like a moment where you see it come through, but the moment that they that other people come walking through the woods, he's all rough and tough all over mm-hmm. again. So obviously Will probably break down walls with him throughout the series and get him to, you know, the cool kid turned dungeon master. Cool. Kind yeah. of thing. It's awesome. kind of a performance for him now at this level. Yeah. yeah. Bob, what about you? Did you read anything this week? I have not read any of this week's books mm-hmm. because I'm still two weeks behind. Mm-hmm. And it's the last Silver Surfer, and I kind of want to push that as far off as I can, Mm -hmm. because I don't know if that's coming back. I think it'll come back. Uh, Dan Slott's loving it, so I think so, but... Mm -hmm. I feel like if it was over, Dan Slott would have said something, or Mike Allred would have said something if it it was over, over. I I think that it'll be back. Let's hope for that. And the week before, the latest Batgirl is incredible. Mm. Yes. And I managed to work my way through the second trade of Velvet, which I trade weight oh, on, cool. which is really, it's hard to do because mm-hmm. the new issues come out and it's, i, I got to buy that. But Brubaker and Epting are just killing on that. And the second volume, the layers of the conspiracy against Velvet Temperton are just growing and growing. The art is incredible. If you love real spy thrillers, the, the early Bonds or the things like that. This is right there. and ties in Modesty Blaze and Honey West and all sorts of things. It's just beautiful to look at and even better to read. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I actually haven't read anything this week. I read last week, though. I just want to say um, the thing that stood out to me last week as I read Justice League, uh, the new Justice League issue, and th- since they've come back, since they've come back, since the uh, the Convergence stuff, this whole, uh, you know, the, the, the Dark Side War thing has been Fantastic! I, it's they said they wanted it to be an event in every issue of Just League. Yeah. It, it really, really has been that. Obviously, last month we saw um, uh, Batman sit in uh, the Metron's chair and become awesome. a god, basically. And so now we're, we, I expect to kind of this issue to kind of see that go away from that, like immediately, like oh this happened, then he's going to get out of it. But he's still in it, and he's kind of basically leading the charge at, at, at this point. And uh, just like Jeff Johns is, is wont to do, like the stuff with Mr. Miracle has been great because he's great at taking characters that people don't know very well or, or that have been sort of shoved aside and bringing them back and doing awesome things with them. Yeah. And he's doing great stuff with that. Um, you know, all the I, I feel like this has really been the time where all of the Justice League characters have felt the most like they're on a team and that they're those characters that, that, that they've always been. Um, and especially uh, he's been doing great things with Diana uh, with one Roman in, in the book as well, which which I really, really love. Uh, so that was definitely the standout of stuff that I read um, last week. I have a, a pile of stuff that I still need to read. And then, of course, I need to go to the shop and pick up stuff for, for this week. But, you know, for, for this show, I didn't really want it to be too much about um, the normal, like what books come out every week because we do that every week. And it's like we'll we'll get back to that next week, you know, when we're, when we're on our, our regular show again. But I want to do something a little different. And. Talking Comics has become so much more than just this show at this point. You know, obviously, um, I mean, it was always more than this show with, of course, all the awesome contributors and all, all of our fans and everything who have, who have really are the reason why we do it and the reason why it exists. But the amount of shows that have kind of cropped up in the last year, you know, kind of spinning off of our show have, have been really great. And they've all got audiences in their own right. And obviously our show has the biggest audience and I would really like 
you know, those shows to be able to, you know, the, the, our fans to be able to hear how great the other shows, which Amen. are clearly, clearly independent of us, by the way. <laughs> yes. I mean, Steve is on Talking Games, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but other than that, like completely independent of us. Um, and I, I, I want people to be able to hear how great the, the, those shows are. Um, and uh, even though uh, Jeff, who does Man Cave, is not on our, our kind of our podcast network, uh, I used to do that show. I did that show for over 100 episodes with him. And he's a great kind of moderator and host. So I want him to get a chance to, to kind of be able to get his voice on here. Uh, as well um, and then when we do that he's going to ask us all sorts of questions about kind of like the history of the show and you know you know how we how we met and uh, and the behind the scenes stuff and what it's like go from 1 to 200 and all that kind of stuff so I think it'll be a it'll be a good time yeah but again it's about this community yeah. that's been created and that's that's on you Bobby it's not on me yes, it's definitely it not on me <laughs> no but no you had the vision to start this we were sitting in this exact spot <laughs> four years ago mm-hmm. when it was and I won't spoil Jeff's show when it was we should do this comic book thing. Mm-hmm. And, and you said no. And I said no. <laughs> I said no. You said no. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that we'll later, that too. later, I'm we'll sure. We'll get into that later. I'm sure. But uh, it's as if we scratched an itch that people didn't know. Mm. And for whatever reason, we'll get into some of those reasons later. Things grew in special ways into all these fine folks here and our friends and family who all became part of this. And Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I still remember, I'm, I don't want to... Encroach on any questions later, but I still remember the day because I used to, you know, the show would come out on Wednesday, and I'd be checking my phone like for like the the stats of the downloads mm-hmm. every Wednesday, and I'd be looking, and then we'd, we'd have a like, kind of like a, a a slow progress up, you know, um, and then one day I was like, holy shit, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, this is like, and at that point it was like, there's 300 people listening to our show yesterday to download the show, which was like triple who downloaded it last week, <laughs> and it was like this amazing uh, kind of thing, and, and it's just obviously grown and grown fr- from there. So I'm really excited um, for this, and, and and it's crazy to think 200 episodes is so many episodes. It's yeah. so many of, and it's probably like Steve was saying about like the special issues, like. It's probably more like 220, 230, probably. Something like that. When you, when you really oh, yeah. go about it. And I don't even know exactly um, exactly what, what it's been like. Everyone's a delight. I bet you there's somebody out there that knows. I'm sure. I'm sure there's somebody yeah. who knows, but uh, I do not. <laughs> even though I have them all on my, um, uh, 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 in one folder, I, I guess I could look and Isn't it say, like IMDB? Isn't there a count one to whatever it is? Um, yes, uh, but the special issues are not counted. They don't have a number on them, so mm, it becomes a little yeah. dicey with that stuff. So, so yeah. So, um, I I I, uh, I think that's it for the the, the opening segment here. I think we're going to take a little bit of a break um, for the listeners. We're going to go right into it from here. And I think the talking games people are going to come up here and do a little segment. Um, Justin's going to have both his children uh, on the air live when, when he sits up here. Um, do a little segment for you guys. Then we'll do talking movies. And then we'll do some, some misfit stuff because Melissa is representing here yeah. fr- fr- from the misfits. Um, and then we'll come back and we'll do our, our panel. So uh, we'll be back in just a moment. What's going on, everybody? Uh, we are uh, Steve Say, Jackie Turner, 
Hello. Bobby North. Hey. And Justin. Come on. Just Justin. No, he only needs one name. Townsend. Like there you go, there it Steve. Is. We've only known each other almost two years now. <laughs> I, want to, I want you to chime in. I want you to get involved. Yeah. Okay, Steve. <laughs> I'll get involved. Hey, everybody. I'm involved. Excellent. Nice to see you. Be involved. So uh, we're just going to be talking a little bit off the cuff here. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, feel free to just yell them, and we will answer them at any time. Raise your hand like as if you were in school. Um, beyond that, I guess since we were talking games, we should probably talk about games. Sure. You, did you guys play anything since we last met, which was like I three days ago? I installed Metal Gear Solid on my PlayStation. What did you do? I installed it. I didn't actually play it. You installed what? Metal Gear Solid. Which one? Metal Gear Solid. Bobby got it for me. I'm very excited. Nice. You bought it for her? <laughs> yes. Look at that. That is awesome. Have yes. you? Okay, so no, now we have content for this little segment, which is excellent. Oh, I didn't actually play it. No, but here's the question. <laughs> have you played any Metal Gear Solid no. ever? You haven't. No, this is my intro. Okay. Ooh, what an intro what, this will be. Mm-hmm. What do you know? What do you know about the series? Like, what are you looking to get out of the game? Are you just, you're playing it just on Bobby's recommendation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what that's what it was. Is he loves this game. He came around and we had a very funny conversation about the storyline, which I don't actually understand any of still. I don't either. That makes <laughs> two it of was us, three Bobby. Of us. Yeah, Bobby's explanation Four? of it was very funny. <laughs> it was something about like crazy cults and well you know like some government thing behind the scenes and hospitals and armies and i was like can i can i shoot things and punch them yeah okay i'm in so basically it's your understanding of american history <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> <about> right <laughs> but, but bobby knows me very very well and he did say his his exact words i believe were you do get more points for stealth but. <laughs> but i was like all right good that's great well, bobby asked me if i played it as well i've never played a metal gear game and uh, I really didn't have any interest in playing it, but I'm going to now because I, I, I've seen a lot of gameplay videos of just yeah. wanton destruction. I am a little um, a little scared to get into it because I was talking about this earlier, but The Witcher, I got right to the point where it's my mission is final preparations. So I did like I do with all games, and I stopped playing the storyline so I could like keep playing some other stuff. And then when I'm ready, I'll finish off The Witcher. So well, now Bobby's given me this game where he said, well, I played for six hours and it says I'm 4% done. I'm like, oh. That's Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm a little, a little scared to get into it, like just how much time it's going to take up. You've got your Witcher mention checked off. Do you want to do the <laughs> other two games that you know you're going to say you're going to talk about at some point? I've already said Rayman. All right, there's another check. <laughs> we got one more. Um, what is it? Really? Wow. Destiny? No. <laughs> I've got 666. There we oh, go. See, Checked it Witcher, off. We don't have to the talk Witcher about is it actually, anymore. The Witcher is so good, it almost made me forget Skyrim existed. Wow. That, oh, I know, right? That's how good that game is. Next time you bring up your hour account in The Witcher, I'll, uh, in Skyrim, I'll be sure to mention this actually, to you. Actually, The Witcher, I'm up to like 165, I think, now. No, I've got some hours in that now. And I've enjoyed every single hour of it. Well, but Bob, I need you've to actually played it, right? Which one? Metal Gear. Yeah. About uh, three hours in, me and uh, Mike were actually playing a little bit of it last night. It's, uh, it's a very interesting uh, story they have. It's a little different <laughs> than the, the other ones I'm used to. That's what I heard. How are you adjusting to the new voice? Uh, it doesn't really phase me all that much. Ah. I've heard quite a number of people concerned about that one. They were saying something. They were trying to get up a petition to get a voice track made for all, um, for, what's his face? Uh, David Hayter. Hayter to come back. Yeah. yeah. 
So. That'd be interesting if they did it. I mean, it, it, it's not a make or break thing for the game. So where does the game stand? Have you played all the Metal Gears? Uh, all of them. I haven't started the uh, Ground Zero one yet. That, that was the free one on Plus, like, but two months ago. Like, right. Yeah, all the older ones I played. Was that a full game, or was that just, like, a... Like an exercise or a, or a, a prologue. I think it was only, yeah, it was small things. Bobby said it's on the disc, right? It's like a three, four hour. Like, a, if you buy five, you get it. But it's like a, th- you, can, you can finish like the I don't game know if you can hear this. Like two hours. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, okay. All right. If people can hear me from here, I don't know. Should, should, <laughs> I, should I be playing that first before I start yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to, but it, it's, a, it's good to play. All right. Yeah. Nice. So, Justin, you uh, were not able to join us this previous podcast. I was not. Did you play anything between that time and now? I played the beta for Gigantic, but I can't talk about it. Oh, you can't talk about <laughs> NDA? NDA. Really? Yeah, I got to play one match last night. The game's awesome. Did you, like, you, you talked to somebody personally and they, they hooked you up with it? Yeah, I, I reached out to the, you know, CEO that's awesome. gigantic. No, I just I signed up for a beta code. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no, you just go to gogigantic.com. Uh, it's in beta right now, and uh, they send you a code. I think our friend Andy did down. it last night, and oh, uh, he got a so code already. Special just for a minute there. I was super just special for a minute. I do. Okay, I, hang totally, on, hang on. I totally love you. Hang on a second. This is what key. people don't understand: is when you just listen to the show. Honestly, it's only half of it. Getting to see Justin's facial expressions as we record are the other half of the show. Yep, that's pretty much. The sighing and the, okay. oh. Out of everybody sitting are we really here. talking about poop? Oh, God, yeah. I listened to the first half of the show, and I was like, I can't listen to this anymore this week. Dude, we talked about poop amazing. for way too long. Best show ever. Uh, one of us actually here has emailed a company for a beta code, and it was this guy right here to my right, Mr. Bob. <laughs> totally got one. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. What game? Uh, what was that? There was a couple of them, actually. Was that, One uh, was a Firefall. Oh, God. Yeah. Firefall. I was like, I'm not getting a key. You guys want to send me one? And they're like, here you go. Sweet. Hey, they're still doing the Destiny codes on Red Bull. I got one right here. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> most of those have uh, already expired. Not expired, but they've already been not uh, this one. redeemed. No, they've been redeemed because they found out how to hack those codes real easy. Oh, uh, So, yeah. Right. Not that you're going to play Destiny. But I might. Did, I don't know, if man. If you did play Destiny, that code priority. I've been hearing some really good things about the update yeah. that's coming and the expansion that's coming yeah. out. I yeah, might go back right. to it. Bobby's looking but to jump back in as well. It's not. Here's Short the thing. Tool. Not not this Bobby. Not, yeah, yeah, he's gonna right. jump back in. <laughs> You're gonna jump back in. You know. I honestly, like, yeah, I miss. Play, maybe. I miss the gameplay of it. Like the gameplay, like the 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 shooting and the exploration was always super tight. I would consider going back to it with the new stuff that's coming out for sure. Yeah, it looks really good. Give yeah. a little shout out to Andy for almost having a stroke on Red Bull, getting all these guys codes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Andy's <laughs> the man. <laughs> so let me ask you guys a question. Uh, we were going to talk about this last week, but we didn't get around to it. Um, just off the top of your head, what are like two or three titles that you think are some of the best games that you've played this year? Because we're in September now. Amen. <laughs> we're nearing we're nearing the time where within like stuff is going to start to come out very fast and of course there are going to be things added to the list but so far what are just like two of your favorite titles that you've played so far this year well uh, i think i sorry. go ahead jack no i you said go. i said it before i'm talking about it on twitter um i'd be really really surprised if anything for me beats the witcher this year the Witcher is definitely going to yeah. be in high contention. That's, you know, I've played some great games this year, but that's I can't see anything beating that. Even with Fallout coming out, 
I wasn't going to say anything. Fallout yet? I haven't, but I can't see a beat in The Witcher. Well, no, probably not in story, but wait and Fallout, see. Fallout, they uh, just released that. They finished the voice acting for it, and there's like 111,000 voice dialogue lines in it. Yes. Wow. It's more than Skyrim and uh, what was the other one combined? They were Oblivion. Saying. Oblivion, yeah. Combined. I'll tell you wow. something. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's amazing. Yeah. For, I, for games, like um, we mentioned Diablo uh, earlier. I am so sick and tired of hearing the same dialogue over and over and over again yeah. in that game when you're running around and you're doing yeah. your thing. Like, I'm so good, I astound myself. Uh, like, yeah. take it to your grave. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, everybody. Actually, <laughs> The Witcher has a couple of really, really good ones. Um, my favorite one is when you run into like a hut or you run into a village and you hear... <laughs> And you're like, what the hell is that? And it's just some woman in the corner, like, oh, can I loogie? Like, it's like, who the hell recorded? Like, and seriously, like every village you go through, you'll find her somewhere. Somewhere there is a, a peasant woman spitting on the ground. Or kneeling down and crying. That's the other one. It's really weird. <laughs> but it's always fun when you find them. <laughs> What and about then, you? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I said, and then you also have the random curses because I'll play it in front of my son a lot. I try and make sure that, you know, there's no unicorn sex about to happen. But <laughs> other than that, I'll play it with Luke running around and I'll run past someone just to hear like F bombs flying from all sides. And it's like, what the hell is going on around here? So, yeah. Are you sure it wasn't just you? It might have been. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Bob? What are some of your favorite uh, games from this year? Uh, I'm going to go with Until Dawn. Yeah, that's right. Or that was a great game. Uh, and I'm going to go with Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Ooh, wait, was that, that doesn't this year count? Last year? Hey, say yeah. it came out this year. I, still. It, it, sorry, if that counts, Rayman it, counts. Yeah, right? You're right, it did come out yeah. this year, so it counts. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh we, we got, got some booze. Would, you, would yeah. you like me to add Metal Gear Solid to that? The whole like hour of butt crack in that? I probably could have guessed <laughs> oh, it. I'm yeah. sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, that whole intro at the beginning, it's just you're staring at some dude's butt crack. You find the only guy in the game who's like guiding you through with no pants and like those those hospital gowns in reverse. That's your view. <laughs> hospital gowns in reverse means I'm, that his... Uh, Oh yeah, his, what you know, have you? You're supposed is, to wear them backwards. Oh, oh well, yeah. I guess the normal way you would wear it. <laughs> Amazing. I could have guessed if we had a heckler, it'd be Mike. Yeah. Could have guessed. <laughs> Studio audience out there. What about you, Justin? Uh, for me, I've, I've played a lot of good games this year, but the one that's sticking out the most in my mind right now is Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. I really need really? to play that. You yeah, were so undecided about that game when you first played it. It I amazes me that that's the first. Believe thing you his would words say. were, "I hate this game yeah. because all you I do is so crawl." Slowly. Okay, yeah. you do re- walk really slow, but I really found myself uh, pulled into the world, um, the story, actually, the you, voice you changed, acting. You changed your opinion on something. Yes. This is like Justin's year of growth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please stop talking. Uh, and uh, if I was going to uh, pick another game besides that, I really, really liked Dying Light a lot. That's right. Uh, that came out very, very early in January. the January. Yeah, like January or February, that, that game came out, and it was really good. That's going to be... Oh, I keep paying attention to everybody outside. Uh, that's definitely going to be something I'm going to have to go back to uh, when we're doing our deliberations and stuff. Um, this is news for everybody. We actually might change things up a little bit this year uh, for our game awards. Uh, it's in the in the oven. Ideas are in the oven for us to uh, to move things around a little bit. But regardless, it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, maybe even a little bit more personal this year, which yeah. I think might be a, a good idea. Yeah. Um, I am going to echo Bob's sentiment with uh, Until Dawn. Hold on a second. Karen! <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little too loud. Um, 
Absolutely. Until you have just you walked over and slapped you. It would have been <laughs> the same effect, right? <laughs> have you played Until Dawn, Justin? I have not. Will I'm, you play it? Yeah, I'm going to play it. Okay. I'm going to wait for Bobby to give me his copy, and, yeah. and I'll play it. I, right. I, I, I can watch teens get hacked apart. It's... It's so funny that it's it's not well I guess no I guess it could be like that but it's it's a game that is far better than you think and paced much better than you think you have more than enough time to grow atten- to, to grow attached to people before they start to disappear so it makes your choices later on in the game very difficult I'm going to save everybody it, you can do that. I know. Apparently, there's a way to do that. I've seen the articles. I have not clicked on them, but I favorited them so I can go back to them yeah. later. I, uh, I think I favorited one as well. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I felt quite guilty when I lost my first person, and in a rather grisly manner. Uh, I think most of the deaths in that game are kind of grisly. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's any light deaths. <laughs> Actually, I had a really good uh, tweet from one of our listeners from Glenn who's, I think, at Glentastic right yep. now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted out and said, how bad would it be to play it until dawn with all the kids in the house? And he wrote back to me and said, Shocking. it depends how you feel about uh, camping and premarital relations. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> nice. So I'm looking forward to playing that game. Just maybe not with the kids. It's in the Ooh. car if you want to play it. I'm okay with them seeing gore and horror and heads <laughs> being chopped off. I just don't want to have to explain why they should be you know, wrapping it up and being safe. <laughs> Your priorities might be a little uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Uh Bobby. He's like, what's going on? Uh we're probably gonna be getting ready to wrap it up a little bit if we want to bring on our next guests. Yeah. All right. Honestly, there is there's a problem when you shout out Bobby in this circle. <laughs> Bob we have X. a lot of Bobbies. Yeah, there's there's Bob X, Bob Ryan, Rob, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, you got to say Bobby Prime. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to get on out of here. We want to thank uh, Bobby and everybody from Talking Comics. And everybody that showed up today, you are all wonderful people. We yes. appreciate your support and uh, you partying with us. And we hope to be doing this show for a very long time. And, uh, yeah, check us out every uh, Thursday. Our show goes live on the Internet. Join us, share some laughs, learn about some games, and just have a good time. And uh, 200 Podcasts for Talking Comics, congratulations, and we'll check you all later. We will all remember this moment for the rest of our lives. It was dramatic, it was visual. It was stupid. It was stupid, but it was also fear. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get updated. Road? Well, we're going, we don't leave. of Jackie Turner. Hello. Bob Ryer. Good afternoon. And Bobby Shortle. Hello, hello, hello. So yeah, uh, I'm always here usually with Nick and Chris, but uh, one of them is in Florida and one of them is a little bitch. So, um, hey, hey, I'm not telling you which one's which. Okay. All right. Is there a poll for later? <laughs> well, we'll have it on the website. Okay. <laughs> Go to fanbyremix.com. Uh, yeah. It's like the old days. It is, it is. It's amazing. So yeah. Um, we haven't mentioned Daddy Daycare. 
Look, Whoa. it's too early. It just started. No, it's that not. Was, that it was just the started. whole point of Fanboy Remix was to give Brian shit yeah, exactly. every single week. Well, I mean, it every evolved week. into that. Yeah. Well, that's the point of my whole life is to give Brian shit, so it's okay. Exactly. How can I pay to do a podcast <laughs> where I can do this every week and others can join me? It was it was Daddy Daycare. That's what did it. It was the week that right. you admitted how much... That's not. That, no. that, 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 there's no truth in that. So for you talking comedy listeners who don't know... For talking, yeah, yeah. talking yeah. listeners who don't know... Daddy Gekara is Brian's favorite movie. Incorrect. Just lies. <laughs> um, so, but, yeah. so, yeah, the storied history, right? I mean, Bobby and I did Fanboy Remix for about three years. Yeah, 50 episodes. 100 episodes. Oh, yeah. Well, before they joined. I meant before they joined. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I'm like, we did the 100th here. We did. Four the years ago. Years. It's true. Um, and, yeah, we, we kind of rotated out hosts here and there. And mm-hmm. um, our, our final act, really, was uh, Jackie and Bob jumping on. Mm-hmm. Um was, we recorded it at Bob's store. Like, it was really yeah, cool. Yeah. Yes. The last uh, 50 episodes we recorded with the two of them. Right? We yep. did it in my Couple basement. Yeah. Bob's basement. store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Fanboy Remix kind of, uh, we decided to retire it at the 100. That's right around the time of the inception of Talking Comics. Um, I think it's also because that one week we got 60 listeners and we were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was know. our top. 60 <laughs> listeners of Fanboy Remix. And 40 episodes. of them were Ross Miller. <laughs> yeah. Three years, 100 yeah. episodes. Yep. Yeah, he just, every device he would download it on. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's up, Ross? So, so yeah, basically, Talking Comics starts, um, and what, two years later, uh, we launched Talking Movies, um, and my mm-hmm. friends uh, Chris and Nick are on that show. But this is basically a throwback to it is. Uh, kind of our roots. That was a movie. February Remix was a movie show. You wouldn't know it by the title of it, which was a big problem with the, with the show. <laughs> Why does anyone download this show? <laughs> no one listens. Because who the hell knows? Who the hell knows what Fanboy Remix means? Great yeah. name doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was your inability to get rid of the name. You loved it so much. I love the name so much. I love the name. Loved the name so much. We yeah. may have to bring it back for something else. Yeah, I, it could be like a column. Like Fanboy Remix is yeah. a great name for a column. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We um, can rotate writing one a month, maybe. Yes, we could do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not committing is, yeah. anything, Bob. I've had like three whiskeys, I've had two beers. <laughs> yeah, not com- I'm not committing to any work <laughs> at this point, okay? So, but this is, yeah, this was our start. This was when we started, like, especially for me, this is when I started podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me and Bobby went on to do the Doctor Who cast. I think, Brian, you did that at one point, right? <laughs> no, Are I you wasn't on me? it with you. Are, are you shitting me right now? <laughs> I wasn't on I did every... You. I recorded an episode with without you. Bobby. Yeah. I wasn't with you. You were though, so right? memorable. That's what it yeah. was. I didn't do it with you. Yes, he did. yes, you did. No, I did not. Absolutely you did. He wasn't in the room. He was on Skype. But Brian oh, and I started so I Doctor Who cast together. I just tuned him out then. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Brian and I started Doctor Who cast together. Um, yes. Which was our first taste of a minimal success with podcasting. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. So the funny thing about Brian is Brian did three years of a podcast with me. Favorite remix that got max 60 listeners. I actually started a successful podcast. Brian does like six episodes and leaves. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the Stuart Sutcliffe of, uh, of yeah. podcasting. Yeah. I don't like yes. to be popular. Yes. So we're going to play a little game today. It's kind of mm. what we did at the end of the we tour did. of Favorite Remix. We'd come up with these games. We'd steal some games. Uh, and this one popped in my head. Thought it was you know, kind of cool, kind of original. Jeff Schaefer just told me that he hears a podcast do it all the time, so I don't <laughs> care. Um, but I'm calling it Short Orders. Uh, and Bobby hates names that I come up with things for games. It, not, not all of them. What was Ch- the one I hated, though? Character traits. Character traits. Character I hated that name. Hated that, hated oh, that I name. remember that. So what we're going to do here is uh, we're, we've each come up with um, a list of movies where 
one word, like a word association, one word is going to give you. <laughs> Bob just oh. gave his did, list. Did you to make Jackie. a list for Jackie, or is that your list? No, that's an extra list. That's deleted scenes. Uh, I, <laughs> I told you about this two hours ago. Yeah. You have an extra list? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Anybody listening to Talking Comics will not be surprised <laughs> by that. I'm not surprised. I just now the thing is, Jackie's going to have to guess what they are. Yeah, oh, you didn't put the movies on there either. No. Oh, that's no. fantastic. Okay. I'm not so sure about all the of idea. Them. Is that we're I'm going to uh, we're just going to give a word to the other three players. Uh, we'll all go in order. So I'll do uh, my ten first, and then we'll go around. And it can only be one word, and you have to guess the movie that the. Uh, person asking it has thought of. So the easiest example would be if I say shark, what are you going to say, Jackie? Sharknado. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Hustler. Okay. Of so course. we have two wrong answers. <laughs> Bobby, help me out. Jaws. That would be oh, correct. Come on. That would be correct. Come on. So here's how the scoring is going to go. I need, I need someone to help me with the scoring. Jaws. Uh, Jeff. Uh, out in the world. It's going to be Jeff. Jeff. I have a scoreboard. So <laughs> You're good at math. The person, <laughs> the person asking the question We'll get one point if the first answer is correct. But since we got Sharknado over here, I, w- <laughs> I would get zero points for that, apparently. Thanks a lot. Uh, Bobby welcome. would get two points, though, for his correct answer of Jaws. Gotcha. The Are first, we raising hands? We're going to raise hands and then you're going to be called I didn't bring the bell. Yes, we used, we to, used have to, the, to do with the, the bell. bell in the middle. There's, we, a, there's a bell. We had the bell. There's a bell in your house. I saw it. No, 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 no. no. Yes. Bull, bullshit. How do I the not bell, know there's The bell causes danger. The bell it's causes true. like there was injury. A lot of, yeah, there was a lot of like. I would slam down fingers. your yeah. hand. Yeah. There's wires. There's scotch. Yeah. We, we we just don't yeah. want to do that no, right now. We're not spilling scotch. All right. So I'm just going to say what can only be one word, and you guess the movie based on the word. First hand up, I will call upon you. Here we go. First <laughs> Put your one hand down, Bob. is fraternity. Bob. Animal House. That is correct. Two points for Bob. One. Po- Actually, Bob's going to be our statistician. Yeah. All right, Jeff. We're all set. Next one <laughs> he is... He doing it anyway. Next one is... <laughs> He's texting right now. Balloons. It's Bob again. God damn it. Up. That is correct. I just want to know, Yellow Brian, I also had balloons for an up. Okay. Yeah. Um, orgy. Bob is very carefully <laughs> raising his hand. Yes, sir. Eyes wide shut. That is correct. Oh, man. Bob is cleaning up right now. But I have three That's points always. somehow. That's sure. fantastic. Um... Bus. Well, our, our peanut gallery got that one right. Okay. We'll, we'll go with Bobby for that Speed. one. That is correct, Bobby. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Bronwyn. <laughs> yeah, thanks. They're going to get a little tougher here. Whistleblower. Bobby. The insider. That is correct. Yeah. Put my hand up quick enough. Annoying. What do you mean you can't put your hand up quick enough? <laughs> I've had put too many the, beers. It's not going up. I don't know. Right. Put the card I, I down. I think that's usually Jay's problem, but let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's move it along. <laughs> this one's more in the geek realm. Here we go. Genesis. Bob. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Yes. <laughs> this is so much less fun That with was Bob. made for Bob. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think we have one, two, three, four left uh, of mine. Napalm. That's Jackie. Apocalypse now. That is correct. Yes, I have points. <laughs> you, yeah. you have two whole points. <laughs> Almanac. Bobby. Back to the Future Part 2. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> wow. So far, I've gotten all the points because you've yes. gotten them on the first mm-hmm, rip. Mm-hmm. Uh, two more. Euthanasia. We're getting really serious here. True. Wow. Um, Bobby. Million Dollar Baby. Accurate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And our last one, ghosts. 
That could be anything. Yeah, it, come on. It could be, but you have to get the right one. Ghost. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> the Frighteners. Also incorrect. <gasps> That's a really good one, though. It's a great movie. Yeah. The Others. Incorrect. So that one was a failure. It was Poltergeist, but we've got a lot of points on That's the board. That's what you okay. picked for Poltergeist? Shut yeah, up. Right. I had nine <laughs> successful ones. How about, hey, Mr. Smartpants. I don't even know why I said that. Should, should be smarty. Uh, why don't you go next? Okay, I will go. I will go. Should we do the scores? Sure, Bob. Brian's leading with oh, nine. Should we do the score? He, he had nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. You and I have eight. That's incorrect. You get two points for every correct one. Yeah. You do, you get two? No, he gets you, one. No, I get one. You get two for but every we correct each answer. Have eight. This so is you have nine. Radio. Oh, because you got four. Uh, four of them right. right. Gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Okay. And Jackie has two. All right. Should have worked this out. Bob was so him. quick. I mean, Brian was so quick to doubt you, Bob. So <laughs> quick. Well, what what I else do? is new? All right. All right. I had to, I had to get rid of balloons. All right. I'm gonna need some of these back. By the, way. the first one is plastics. Brian. The graduate. Yes, that is correct. That was on a sporkle the other day. You right. totally stole that one. I did not. I haven't done sporkle <laughs> in years, actually. Um, I look there every just day. so everybody knows, too, I want to be clear. All of my clues, the word I say, none of those words are in the title of the movie. Right. I right, made sure yeah. not to do yeah. that. Okay. Um, mall. Brian. Oh no! You just. Huh? Oh. I say it. <laughs> I... Mall rats. No, uh, Jackie. The one about zombies. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't give it to you for that, Bob. Dawn of the Dead. That's correct. Which one? <laughs> Either. 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 All right. Briefcase. Brian. Pulp Fiction. That is correct. Haven't I, haven't I done three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't number mine, so that's an issue. Um, hotel. Jackie. Psycho? <laughs> No, Brian. The Shining. Yes. I just trying to get my hand up quick enough. <laughs> you were the fo- you were the only one. I'm putting my hand up before I think of the answer. That's the problem. That's fine. This one's really easy. Jigsaw. Brian. Saw. That's correct. Wait, it's in the title. It is in the title. Oh! oh! I've effed it up. <laughs> All right, ready? Yep. Shaw Day. Is that inflection necessary? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't believe you're not getting it, Jackie. I'm I'm okay with this, I yeah. think. Is it Rayman? <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> Rayman. <laughs> Nobody's going to guess? No, I don't. I, I, Bob? No idea. Shaun okay. of the Dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Yes. You took okay. the only one I How many got left, Bobby? Um, Five left, right? Because I did five? Okay. All right. Pizza. Bob. No, it can't be Mr. Uh. Pizza. Sorry. <laughs> Brian. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clock Tower. Bob. Back to the Future. That is correct. I didn't have to get rid of it because yours is Back to the Future Part 2. It's okay. Grid. Brian. Tron. Yes, that is correct. Someone said, gotta be Tron. <laughs> <laughs> um, cat Food. Nope. Nope. World of No. Cat Anybody man. know? Mm. Audience? Anyone? Justin. That is correct. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> is cat food one word? I doubt it. Hyphenated. <laughs> Hyphenated <laughs> counts, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an adjective. <laughs> all right. Um, come on. Get, be, be, be fair, all right? I'm, it's fine. Video I'm, camera. Brian. Paranormal activity? No. Cloverfield. No. Come on. Both very close, Bob. Blair Witch Project. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to wait for you guys to eliminate yourself. <laughs> 
All right. That's it. Okay. Oh. Uh, Bob, you want to give the scores? We have at this Don't point. Don't say mine. Don't say mine. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot what it's like to be with Jackie when she's losing at something. Who knows what will happen in the next round? Brian's at 19. Bobby's at 16. I'm at 14. Jackie is not. Thank you. Jackie's at two. Two, everybody. (laughs) One more than one. It's not representative of the intelligence in the room, I'd like to say. We're outside. I have heard that. We're outside. It's not a room. No, this is a reference. Let's let's just fill it. I don't know if we do. We're playing True Pursuit one day. (laughs) It's me and Bob. No, it's Jay and I. No, I know, but it's me, Bob, Jackie, and Jay. Jay is is, is Jackie's partner. Um, Jackie and I are on a team, and Bob and Jay are on a team. And Jay and Bob destroy Jackie and I and Drew Pursuit. Seventeen questions in a row, like Like, five to one on pieces. And Jackie is is the worst winner you've ever met in your entire life, and worst loser, but the worst loser as well. She goes, "This result is not indicative of the intelligence in the room." Ouch. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I wanted to die. (laughs) Good call. You did apologize immediately. I've apologized the last five years for that. I'm a very bad loser. Yes. Jackie, you want to go? I don't go? have much experience, Hallie. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. All right, should we carry on now? Yes, we should yeah. carry Thank on. Thank you. <laughs> Jackie, you've prepared so much for this podcast. I had one. Okay. What's your one? What is your one? Well, it's kind of Bobby's one as well, which is annoying. <laughs> it's not zero. Then you have zero. <laughs> Wicker Man. It's, it's a it Wicker different Man? word. It's not Wicker Man. Okay. okay. It's a different word. Winchester. It's Shaun the Dead, but it doesn't yes. count. It does Winchester count. Winchester 73. Word. That was it. It can count. Let's let it count. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That was mine. Give can Jackie I just, a point. Can I just read Bobs out? Well, I don't are, think so. Are those think... Bobs extras? Do you have another it's card, Bob? Extra. Yes. Oh, okay. okay, right okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you can read Bob's extras, right. but you don't know can the I answers. Guess <laughs> I guess so. Jackie also guesses them. <laughs> Wait, you should, you, can you call on yourself? All right. You ready? You ready? All right. Mogwai. It's me, Gremlins. Right? No, I already yeah. have my hand. No, no. There are no points for these. There are no points. They're just right. for fun. Yeah. Oompa Loompa. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes. Or Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Or, or either one. Ferret. Nope. It's for you. That was for you. Ferret? It's an, Ar- it's an Arnold question. What? Ferret? Ferret. It's an Arnold. Who, 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 who's got the answer? Karen knows. I think. Kindergarten Cop? Yes. <laughs> Kindergarten no. Cop Kindergarten was the answer, cop. people. Kindergarten Cop. Downsizing? Oh. Um, Office space? No. No? Don't look at that me. Was, I don't know. That was know. my guess. <laughs> I don't know. George Clooney's in it. Oh. Up in the air. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Angora. <laughs> These are typical yeah, Ed Wood. questions. Ed Wood. Very good. <laughs> That's Jury. Good. Jury? Jury. Jury. 12 Angry Men. Yes. Yay! Yay! Jackie gave herself points. <laughs> what does that say? Changeling. Bob? Is it the changeling? No. <laughs> oh, can't be in the title. Just remade. The thing from another world? No. About infants. Infants? Yeah. This sounds terrifying. It's, yeah. <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. Oh, okay. Oh, it was made for TV, right? Yeah. No. What? Was it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Tornado. Twister. Yes. Munchkin. Wizard of Oz? Yes. <laughs> uh, McCarthyism. The Crucible. Good night. Good luck. Yes. <laughs> I like also, your answer better. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Crucible is correct. <laughs> yes. Babysitter. If I learned anything in high school. Babysitter. <laughs> babysitter. Anyone? No. no. No? No. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. No, it's no. in the title. I know. It's worth uh, a shot. It's a, it's a holiday movie. 
I gave them two hours to put this together. Let's just move on. Audience. Yes. Yes, Chris. Chris <laughs> knocks it out of the park. Okay. Uh, this is for you, Brian. Zuzu. It's Wonderful Life. Yes. <laughs> Barber. Sweeney Todd. Absolutely. Sure. This is the tale of Sweeney Todd. Count? I'd have more points yeah, if this round counts. You're reading up here. You're, you're reading to do them. Pies. Also, How many extras do you have? Also Sweeney Todd. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Pies. Mrs. Love, it's me. Pies. Carrie Russell. Oh, waitress. Oh, waitress. waitress. Yeah. That Mission Impossible 3. You would have that. Yeah. <laughs> Gong. Gong. Do, what was that Confessions one? Confessions of a Dangerous Death Mind. Yes. Briefcase. Got a little Clooney heart on going. Briefcase. Pulp Fiction. Got used up. Raccoon. The regular show movie. Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Yes. Okay. Bubblegum. How? <laughs> That's the last one. All right. I don't know Bubblegum. Bubble uh, hold on. They Live. Yes. Oh, nice. Came wow. here to chew Bubblegum. Good one. That, yes, that is. All out of Bubblegum. Those are his extras, everybody. Extras, ladies and gentlemen. Those are not. Those are B-Squad. Yeah. Is that is more it, than 10? Yeah. Yeah. This is Bob Ryer on yeah, an index yeah, card. Like 20. <laughs> yeah, 20 extras. <laughs> just in case. And it turned out And okay. you needed them. Just, uh, Bob, why don't you give me the uh, the paper? I'll, I'll, I'll keep score while oh, you read. Thing. All right, And Bob. this is our last round, and we're going to be signing off I guarantee you this. none of us will know any of these movies. No, sure. it's all right. Me and Bob are sympathetic. <laughs> Bobby, what was right. your joke in, in your text? Oh, yeah. I wrote, I, I, we were talking about the game before via text, and I said, oh, fuck. What is Bob going to pick for his movies? <laughs> and I wrote to Brian. Um, I wrote. Duvet. It was a fake movie. I wrote Duvet, the unreleased French horror movie that never came out in the United States. <laughs> oh, wait, can oh, I have man. my pen back? So true. You sure can. I need to cross that one out. <laughs> All right. All right, Bob, lay it on us. Sled. Yes. Citizen Kane. Yes. I knew that one. Stop. Go. Go. <laughs> I have two. I can't I have two arms, way. Jackie. <laughs> two arms to hold you. <laughs> Xenomorph. I had that one in the cross out. Oh, but this is tricky. I'm going to go with Alien. Yes. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Volleyball. Jackie. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, no. Meet the parents. <laughs> meet the parents. No. I don't know. Castaway. Castaway. Ah, oh, okay. Magnum. Yes. Oh, God, which one? Dirty Harry? Dirty Harry. Okay. I, <laughs> All right. I just had Tom Selleck pop in my head. Couldn't think of anything Me too. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twinkies. Brian. Zombieland. Yeah. Damn it. Nards. Jackie. The Monster Squad. Yes! Oh, yes! yes! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know. We were talking about it earlier. That's the only reason. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Now, I had Toga, but Animal House came up around. It's okay. 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 So, Motel. Brian. Psycho? Yes. Oh, God. I'm losing this game. <laughs> Ready? How many you have left? Three. All right. Spelunking. The Body. Descent. The Descent is correct. That's so annoying. You have four. I know. They've got faster arms. It's really annoying. Oh, yeah. That's it, Jackie. It's always... <laughs> they've got faster <laughs> they arms. They've got faster arms. I had okay. never heard that one. <laughs> Kaiju. Oh, Bobby. son of a bitch. Godzilla? No. Oh. Jackie. Pacific Rim. Pacific <laughs> Rim. Yes. <laughs> and this is the last one. Godzilla's also last a one. kaiju, okay? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Or she is, as the case may be. Bullwhip. Jackie. Indiana Jones. That's not the name of a movie. That's not the name of a movie. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Say pick one. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's our game. That's our game. I'm guessing Bob won. 
<laughs> here, here, here are the, sto- okay. the, the, the standings. Jackie has nine points. That's a good comeback from before. Um, absolutely. That's yes. 450% of where you once were. It's a good last <laughs> place finish. <laughs> with, uh, <clears throat> with 22 points, Bob. With, oh, I'm sorry. That's correct. With 20 <laughs> points is Bobby. With 22 points is Bob. And I wound up with 28. Yes. Oh, of course you did. Because oh, you're course. keeping score. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy that Brian vision first when he starts taking exactly. score. If I could have come yeah. up with I would it. go with, it's crazy I came up first when I created the game. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> also true. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was awesome. Thanks, guys, for playing. And uh, thanks for having us here. parting gifts? Yeah. What are you going to, what's what's the plan? What's the future for Talking Movies, Brian? Well, we are, we're doing... Um, this next week, uh, a little tribute to Wes Craven, and going to go back to oh, nice. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Cool, awesome. Uh, which is a movie I've seen, but it's been you know the mm. be- over a decade, and, mm. and I need to you know reassess it. Uh, and we're starting a cool series um, in two weeks. That'll be on the, uh, the week of the twenty first. I stole this name from Seth Meyers, a Second Chance Theater. Okay, we're going to be doing a whole month of movies that we hate that need to be looked at again. Oh, cool. So, so movie. The I've you? never seen The Goonies. Yes, you have. I ha- yes, Who you would have. know? We had this conversation. <laughs> Who would know? We had Jackie, this conversation four years, years ago. Jackie. You watched it and you didn't like it. Incorrect. It's not incorrect. No, we it's had not. this conversation. <laughs> Brian is stressed out. Did you miss me? We had this. You've missed me, right? <laughs> anyway. Yes, you have. A, a good example would be like me, me picking Donnie Darko or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, a movie that I really couldn't stand, but it's been a long time, so let's give it the respect it might or may not deserve. Mm-hmm. So that's coming on up oh, on cool. Talking Movies. So TalkingMoviesPodcast.com. Um, or if you go to TalkingComicBooks.com, on the podcast correct. tab, Talking Movies is right there. Um, and we have to do our Best of 2005 show soon. We do. We do. Yeah. We kind of have no real limit on it as long as we do it this calendar year. We only do before December 31st. We'll be yes. totally fine. Bobby, it's New Year's Eve. You want to you do a podcast? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm skipping Jeff's party so we can do a podcast. <laughs> he, might, he might be listening. Oh, oh he is listening. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Is this a party where he makes you be on his podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We should all be on the man cave. I'm just cave. messing around. Right? <laughs> Jackie. Are we all, have you guessed it It'd on the fun. man cave? It was good. I want it. Yeah, no, fun. I want to do it. What? Man cave podcast. <laughs> all right. You don't turn up in my house with the microphone. That's the rule for Jackie being <laughs> yes. on podcasts. Yeah. You show up at her house with microphones. Exactly. And she'll do a podcast Brian, with you. Brian and Courtney have yet to realize they need to get married in Patchogue. I don't know if you knew that. But. <laughs> get married in, here on this deck. Exactly. And be fine. Yes. We'll we pick up the dog shit first. It'll be lovely. <laughs> it's kind of set up on the front yard. You know, there's, that, there's that little... Yes. That's yeah. true. That's true. We'll ask the mailman not to come past as you're saying your vows, and it'll be lovely. I'll only cook. A, and for only a small... For it's getting only, weird. <laughs> Much Brian. like every Family Remix podcast, there's no way we can end it. Brian, for yes. only, for only a small fee, end I will perform the ceremony. Yeah. There you go. Sort it. I just... You came it's, down for a weekend. I figured you were doing it. How much do you love me? Everybody, huh? thank you so much very much. <laughs> so very much for hanging out with us today. Uh, we're going to turn it over to our misfits folk momentarily. But uh, yeah, rock and roll. Yeah. All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. 
So this is Melissa from the Misfits. Uh, I'm here representing the Misfits, and I'm the only one here because everybody else lives really far away. Um, but I have asked a couple special ladies to join me today and chat with me. Um, we have Carolyn Coca. Hello. Did I say your name right? Good. Awesome. And Bronwyn Kelly. Woohoo! <laughs> and Mrs. Karen Shortle. What's up? <laughs> who I believe is this is definitely your first time on the podcast, right? Yes, it is. Woo! We get to be your first. All right. They have <laughs> sunglasses. Pop on. my cherry. Would that be super cool? You if can we wear your sunglasses. sunglasses on? I don't yeah, think they do. can see you wearing your sunglasses, okay. but you can wear them. Oh. <laughs> we wear our sunglasses at night. <laughs> All right, Corey. You beat me to it. Now we're extra cool. <laughs> So um, I actually wanted to talk to you girls a little bit about something that the my other misfits are going to talk about this weekend. Um, I kind of bailed out on the <laughs> on the next podcast because I'm going to be here partying with Steve and Bronwyn this weekend. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about like how how we get comics these days, and I think it changes a lot. It has changed a lot, and everybody's getting comics in different ways now. And I'm really I think it's cool to talk to you girls about this specifically because we're all have sort of different um, focal points of our interests, I guess. We all look at different things. And Carolyn, you're like you're helping your daughter find comics all the time now. Anna, right? Oh, I'm nodding. Yes. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> have to say yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. So um, she will read comics digitally. Yeah. But she prefers, like I do, to have something in hand. So do you still walk into the comic book store? Uh, we do. And, and we have, um, we have a, a newer comic book shop in our town, which is Huntington, New York. And that particular store, which is called Escape Pod Comics, has mm. two rooms. Um, the smaller of the two rooms is just a children's room. So it's actually a really great setup. I know that I can walk into that room with her, and she can kind of walk around. And, and anything she picks up, I know I really don't need to worry about. I don't need to shield her eyes from, um, you know, TNA that's otherwise going to slap her in the face, uh, like I might with some <laughs> superhero comics. That's good. I don't, you know, I can't, I honestly can't remember the last time I walked into a comic book store. And I know that's really bad to say, but I just don't, my local store is so tiny and I haven't had great experiences there with being like, they're not particularly helpful with anything. So No, we went to another, we had been to another one before that where I wouldn't say it was um, the horror stories that you sometimes hear about being challenged and, oh, you're a girl, so clearly you don't know anything about comics and I'm going to quiz you now. You're not a real comics fan. But it was just sort of not, it was a, a very tight, not very welcoming space where we would just kind of go in and I would kind of go directly to the spot where I knew things that she might be interested in would be. And meanwhile, she would be walking by um, sort of teetering <laughs> towers of, um, uh, you know, I want to say dolls. That's not the right word. But, you know, like <laughs> action figures, action figures, not even that. But, you know, the, the grown up sculpted ones yeah. where the women in particular are sort of like bursting out of stuff. And she would say things like. Is that Kitty Pride? Because doesn't she usually wear more clothes? Than yes, she usually wears more clothes. Than so um, this is definitely a more welcoming space. So un I think that it depends a lot on uh, finding a place where you feel like a kid could feel um, safe and comfortable to walk around and, and free to walk around and pick things up. 
Have you ever talked to the people in your comic book store about looking for stuff for her? Like, do they know what to what's appropriate to to send her towards? In or? that first one, I would say no. In the second one, it's already it's sort of already curated because they're all in that one back room. Right. Um, that's for kids, right. which I think is rare. So, Karen, I'm going to turn the spotlight on you. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's how we do it. Okay. <laughs> um, so you said that you you don't read a ton of comics yet. You're sort of just getting your feet wet. Right. In the comics world. Right, which is uh, much to Mr. Talking Comics podcast <laughs> chagrin. Bobby, you're not doing your job, man. <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, but I do prefer having the comic in my hand as well. There's something about it, you know, to me, because uh, I started with... Archie comics as a kid and I always like ran out to get the double digest of Betty and Veronica and you know I used to sit in the bath as a kid and just read it and it was my favorite pastime so having that is kind of nostalgic for me to have it in my hand again so yeah I'm trying to get back into it but uh, sort of like rediscover comics as an adult yes exactly see like what you want to read now yeah I started again I I prefer the uh, independent comics as of now, and I hope to get into them a bit more as uh, as I go on. And I'm relying on my podcast husband for that. <laughs> I know you were telling me that you really like playing horror video games. I do. So, yes. you know, if you want to, if you need a little info on what comic books to read. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be genre, great, actually. I know somebody you can talk to about that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk. <laughs> That is my favorite pastime, yeah. There is yeah. a giant shining arrow pointing down on Melissa's head right now. You can't see it, but there is. <laughs> I might know a thing or two about horror comics. I've seen the, uh, the Silent Hill comics. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, that sounds good. Because that is one of my favorite horror video games. Well, there's a lot of crossover between comics and video games, too. So it's pretty easy. If you, if you know like what is interesting you in video games, then yeah. it's, you, know, you can definitely... It's easier to reach out in comics and kind of find a place like Silent Hill where you can kind of delve into different things. Right. Basically, anything macabre and creepy is what I like. <laughs> anything that's unsettling. I'll be emailing you that Somehow list. I like it. As that's a little unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who I am. Did you hear this past week's Misfits? I think, I think Bob's over about... there making his list, too. <laughs> your your uh, Witches podcast made it sound like it was pretty unsettling and oh it's creepy. pretty unsettling yeah and no i haven't read sunstone <laughs> oh that's next on my reading list too apparently a little bit yeah. yeah a little bit of it yeah i didn't finish it though <laughs> i have not read this one yet i will have to pick yeah. it up Bronwyn. <laughs> um, hi. hi. I actually have comics in both um, digital and physical form. I like having both. Um, I do the same with novels, too. I like having a physical book and an ebook. So I love being able to put hundreds of sources of reading material in my purse at any given time. But I also really like the physical feel of a book. So I, have, I read in issues. I read in trades. I read in electronic. I I have some web comics that I read that I refresh every morning. It's my thing that I do before work, so I enjoy that as well. But, Is there uh, a system to like how you decide what you're going to get digitally and what you're going to get in print? Um, not not. It's more of an intuitive system than a, than an actual sort of. I know which sounds a bit ridiculous because I science. So it's about feelings. <laughs> it is. It's <laughs> about feelings. That's all the feels. <laughs> the um, the ones that um, are sort of more fantastical. I sometimes like those in electronic format, especially if there's color. Um, but for the comforting stories, the ones that I 
I want to take into the bath or, you know, into the bedroom. Those are the ones that I want in physical form, typically. So um, horror, electronic, because then I can put it away. <laughs> the scary ones, I tried, I read all of Lock and Key. Um, and I feel like the bad guys can, like, escape from the book easier look, than they can if you, I do, you I do. the Kindle. <laughs> I don't know. I have a willing suspension of disbelief that is out of proportion <laughs> with my rational mind. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, some of those those need to be electronic, so I don't actually bring them into the bedroom with me because then I never sleep again. <laughs> I definitely, um, I used to only buy comics in print, and then once I discovered them digitally, I started reading probably 90% of everything digitally just because I like the convenience of being able to have, like, 25 comic books and I can decide whatever I'm in the mood for instead of just carrying things around with me. Plus comics, you know... Um, are, are very fragile in yeah. their physical makeup. So I, I don't like having to worry about destroying something that I really like. So what I tend to do now is I buy everything digitally first. And then if I really love it, then I'll buy it in trade. Cause I, I also too. like to stand everything on my bookshelf. Yeah. I don't like singles that I can like stick in piles or in boxes. Um, so I'll just wait until everything looks like a big, pretty book. And then I can put it on my bookshelf and yeah. show it off to everybody. I do that um, with novels, too, actually, where I, I read them electronically first, yeah. and then if I like them, I need to go and get the physical mm -hmm. copy. Yeah, well, and I think that's a good way to support the creators, too, Yeah, is to, like, say, hey, really, you know, we love this, and so we're going to go. Because I don't know, Bob and I had a conversation about the fact that, you know, the numbers are still not really being shared on digital sales. So we don't know, we don't know quite yet how that is affecting creators, I don't think, you know, the, the drastic uh, move from print into digital. Yeah, and if it's going to be a positive or a negative thing for comic books as a whole, um, so I think until we're clear about that, it's pretty important to make sure that we're buying things in print still, so that we still get comics. Well, and there are some <laughs> advantages I think to buying in print as well, just in terms of um, the way digital rights management it has not specifically evolved with the way that I don't know for me I experience books and things like that, right? Because I love to share what I read. And that doesn't mean I don't want my friends to buy and support and everything like that as well. But I like to be able to give somebody, hey, you should read this. This is awesome. And you can't do that as much with digital rights. And the other part of digital rights management that troubles me is I feel hyper aware that I don't actually own these things that I've downloaded. Not yeah. all of them. I mean, you know, but if you're talking about um, certain very large companies, for instance, you're talking about something that really, if they wanted to, could it could go away. It You're isn't. Borrowing it, it isn't really downloaded to. Um, it's downloaded for you to read, but it's not downloaded for you to keep. Um, and I find that troubling. I mean, having something in print, it's right there. You see it physically, and there it is. But digitally speaking, it's not the same. No, and value for your dollar as well. Like, I you know differences in pricing and how you know like I totally do not want to devalue the art and mm -hmm. the work that goes into this from the creator's perspective. But when you're purchasing something that has a physical medium, you know where some of that money is going when it isn't going to the artist. Whereas in a digital copy, when you purchase that, you have no idea where that money is going, especially when they're not sharing numbers, right? So Right, and the art, the art itself is a good point. Like I've noticed that a few of the books that I read, um, which are more indie comics, um, sometimes you get these beautiful like full two-page spreads and you just can't look at them properly no. digitally you know they end up getting like broken down into weird little squares and nuggets and you can't see the whole thing together as it's meant to be seen yeah 
um, which is frustrating. But one of the positives I've seen to, to digital is I recall when um, the new, what is it called? The new Sandman series came out, um, the prequel to the original Sandman. And mm-hmm. I, I remember Steve saying that although he enjoyed the book, um, he didn't like all the ads that were thrown in at like weird places through the book. And I read it digitally. And I was like, what ads? You know, I just, I just able to just enjoy the book and there were no ads at anything. And, but that also, again, that comes back to profit. Like if there's no ads, then who's getting, where's the money coming from? Yeah. You know, how are they making money if there's no ads in there? Because we know the ads aren't in there for, for the good of your health. Yeah. They're not in there to look pretty. <laughs> they're in there for a reason, you know, to make money. Yeah. Um, so and and I also think about I know that the conversation's been had a lot recently amongst my my nerdy uh, book loving friends novel friends that you know with everybody reading books on Kindles and digitally, what does that mean for the future of of books? You know, yeah. are we going to keep printing books? And people are worried about you know the environmental factors of printing books and. We all love to keep trees now. We don't want to cut down any more trees. And, you know, is it, I mean, do we have to worry about the same thing with comics, do you think? Uh, about the, the print kind of going away of the dinosaur and disappearing and everybody will have to go digital or stop reading comics? <gasps> Never. Um, I think that there's a lot of, and again, this is not my area of expertise, so this is sort of anecdotal at best, but um, I think there's been a lot of hype about you know, the digital sales ruining book markets and things like that. And yet you still see, and forgive me, I'm Canadian, chapters and indigo. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if these are things you guys have here, but the big bookstores um, where they're selling all the print. And like, honestly, you were asking earlier about where we get our comics. And I have a wonderful local comic book stores, Heroes in London. Woo! Um, (laughs) And it's got everything and it's very family friendly. And it's one of the first places I went into and I didn't get the oh, you're a girl, you don't read comics, you know? So I, that's how I kind of judge a store is how the first experience I have when I walk in. Um, and it was very welcoming and everybody's lovely there. So, But I also, I get my trades at Chapters. You know, I can get, um, they have an entire graphic novels section and it's huge. You know, it's, it's, it's big. It's got quite a lot of representation. There's indie, there's uh, the big two, there's everything, you know? Um, so I think, you know, there is a lot of variability in how we have access to this information and that's fantastic but it hasn't been this dramatic oh my god everything's going to die we're never going to have another print book anymore I think that the big companies need to address the fact that the medium is changing but because it's changing doesn't mean that everything is going to go the way of the dinosaur either it just needs to adapt to the new way we appreciate our art I think it also means that there's a lot more pressure on comic book store owners yeah like, they have to be really well-educated, and they have to be ready to make suggestions to everybody, and they have to know what they're talking about. Because, you know, it's like any anything else that you buy now. We're all educated on, online. We can look up anything we want. We can research anything we want. And so your consumer is, your consumer knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think comic book stores, in order to keep up, they're going to have to, they're going to have to always be the professional, which means knowing more than your customer does yep. or that, you know, it's, it's going to be just way too easy for a store to fall under if they're not able to provide that. And that's the biggest reason why I don't shop at my local shop, who I'm not going to mention, <laughs> just because I walk in there and, and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I know, I feel like I, I know more than them and I don't know a lot, you know, yeah. I don't know much about comics, but if I walk in and I name off a couple of titles and they look at me like, I don't know what that is. 
Like, you're not helpful, and I'm just going to go home and look at Amazon because <laughs> they are helpful. <laughs> There's a Tumblr called Hater Free Wednesdays um, <laughs> that you can look at, and uh, that Tumblr, people write in and they name shops that are friendly and shops that are unfriendly to new readers and oh, also awesome. specifically to female readers. So I would recommend that if people are starting out. Thank that, you, Carolyn. That would be really helpful, actually, because yeah. honestly, I, I when I moved to my city, I walked around to six or seven different shops and I stuck with the one that felt the best <laughs> where I wasn't excluded and it wasn't sort of and like not that every shop was oh you're a girl you don't read comics but it was definitely oh god what are you doing here I don't know how to talk to you I'm not even going to make eye contact what is happening <laughs> <laughs> don't look at the alien no oh my god don't look don't look don't look they might engage you know <laughs> uh, and, and another would be um, the Valkyries the Valkyries is a collective of women who um, work in or own or work in, um, work in or own shops or um, some work in comics and work in shops also. And so if you check the Valkyries Tumblr, um, you'll see certain, again, if you're just kind of starting out, um, not only certain stores where they're, uh, where the people who work there are making an effort to be particularly friendly to new readers and to female readers, but also they recommend um, certain books um, that are more um, friendly <laughs> to, uh, yeah. to quote-unquote diverse readers. In other words, the people who are considered the non-traditional fan base of comics as it's been constituted from the uh, early 1990s to the early 20-teens. Karen, have you actually walked into a comic book store and tried to shop for comics yet? Yes, I have, actually. Yeah. Uh, there's a comic book store that is pretty popular around my area. And there is the kind of feeling like, oh, you're a female walking into a store. You gotta get in there and kiss yeah. your mic, remember? Yeah. But I kind of, uh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I kind of write it off. You know, I go in and I, I go to what I'm looking for. And even though I feel kind of like, oh, there's a female in here, mm -hmm. you know. And I don't know if it's more like they're intrigued that there's a female in there <laughs> or they're put off that there's a female in there. But either way, there's something. There's a feeling in there going on. Um, but I don't care, you know. I'm in there to get what I want to get. And I pick it up. And I leave pretty happy. So <laughs> I haven't had any issues myself. No, yeah. I, I haven't either, and I feel the same way. Like, you want to mess with me? Try. But um, <laughs> here I am. Oh, come, come, at right. me, bro. come at me. <laughs> but um, I worry about mafia? people who might. <laughs> you go in there with a katana, don't you? You're like, I'm here to buy comics. Come at me. <laughs> um, I, so I, it's not really me I'm worried about, or you. It might be someone who doesn't feel quite as confident. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> I think the first time I ever walked into a comic book store was actually with my boyfriend, and I was not shopping for comics. He was. But before we walked in, he said to me, this is going to be so much fun to bring a girl into the comic book store with me. I was like, what? I am breaking <laughs> up with you now. Does it yeah, really, exactly. Is it like, really? Is that really that exciting? <laughs> it's a big deal. It's a big deal for some reason. There's got to be a way to make money off of that, right? The same think. thing with uh, like video game stores. <laughs> when you walk in, it's like, hey, can I help you? You know, immediately there's like a hone in on the female. <laughs> Wait, she likes video games. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. Know. Games, I'm, games is a whole nother. That's a whole nother yeah. realm. That's <laughs> I think needs a little bit more catching up, even than comic books does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
I, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I kind of like made this really serious. It's like, we don't have any, we don't have any games. We don't have any big jokes. Uh, we just want to talk about comics. <laughs> um, you know, because we're girls and we just. Girls who read comics. comics. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's what girls It's more do. fun than talking about things. tampons. <laughs> Which we totally did before the microphones were turned on. (laughs) Because, you know, it's what we do. It's a true story. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, thanks, everybody. We're going to go back to partying. Woo! Talking Comics, episode 200. And uh, it's time to close this thing out with the Talking Comics crew. Back oh. with Bob and Steve, of course. Hello. Um, there was a chance we tried to patch Stephanie in, but the Wi-Fi is just, it's gone. So I don't know what to do at this Aww. point. It's just not connecting, Jay. I'm sorry. Jay, Jay are one of our hosts, looks mortified <laughs> right now. Um, it's, just, it's just cutting out. It's okay. No. Thank you, Brian. Brian was going to try to do some tech-savvy stuff. I appreciate it, my friend. Um, but I don't. I don't think an entire wand of natty ice with duct tape <laughs> is going to actually bring down the Wi-Fi. Bob, What's it's gr- natty light. Oh, okay? I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. What's great about that is when he first started drinking natty light. I thought it was like a like a financial decision, but no, that's just what he likes. Yeah. Like yeah. Now he's at the point he can get whatever he wants, and he yeah. still shows up. So long as he keeps his phone inside, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was Jeff Schaefer's voice. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Jeff Schaefer, host of the Man Cave Podcast, themancavepodcast.com. That's right, at Man Cave Podcast on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Um, so That's better. Multi-platform. The, the yeah. idea for this situation is that we want to talk about kind of talking comics, the future, the past, behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't want to answer my own questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel weird about it. <laughs> so, uh, Jeff, who hosts the Man Cave Podcast, interviews people every week. Correct. Um... Uh, I asked him to come on and kind of moderate it kind of as a panel. So Jeff is going to do that for us. So thank you so much, Jeff. For, no problem. For doing that. And then after I said, we'll close it out kind of with a little, we have some tweets from our, our, our listeners about kind of memories and stuff like that. We'll close it out with that. Um, but Jeff is going to take it off. So Jeff, go ahead right ahead. My First friend. of all, guys, I have to say, a- as a fellow podcaster, I am super envious of the quality of your show and the success you've had. And your charming good looks and personalities also. Just the whole thing. Here's that $10 you had before. (laughs) It was $10 each, if you guys Um, So I'm going to start this off with some breaking news. Okay. I don't know if you guys guys have been busy podcasting all day, so I don't think you heard the news. LexCorp Mm -hmm. has come through with the technology where that by tomorrow morning, you will wake up and you get to be any comic book personality of your choice. Now, they sent out some tweets. Again, you guys have been busy. What the tweets basically said is, because of your expertise in the comic book world, they're letting you three get first crack. You're going to be the first people to wake up tomorrow and be any comic book characters you wish. Good, bad villains, heroes. You get all their negative. You are that person tomorrow morning. So that's the situation you've been handed with us. They've asked... I don't know why they asked me, but they did. They know. You're they know. They know. Maven. I don't know. They know. They know. They're, they're a fan of the man yeah. cave. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. they have asked me to start with Bob Ryer, 
tomorrow, Bob, you wake up as any comic book personality in the whole comic book universe, who's your pick? Who do you get to be? And tell us why. Well, you have the shirt on. It's Captain America. <laughs> it's a person who stands for all that's best in the world, not just our country, mm-hmm. but the, the highest of the human condition and caring for others. Forthright, honest, all that good stuff in one package. And speaking of his package, he's in incredible shape. I meant <laughs> yeah. just to set whole that physique thing. I didn't you get mean... to be my age and things are falling <laughs> apart. Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. Any concerns with being Captain America? Anything you're worried about? No, well, here's the thing. My favorite comic book character is Ben Grimm, the thing. Waking up tomorrow morning covered in orange rocks <laughs> could be difficult. Mm-hmm. Just a normal Sunday, Bob. <laughs> yeah, could be. So that, that could be challenging. Okay. So I'm going Cap. Okay, guys. Steve, you're up next, buddy. All right, well... Probably uh, just recently in our last podcast, I got to voice the character of Reed Richards. Uh, I think I would choose Reed Richards as my character to wake up as for a Mr. Fantastic. Yes, don't know. Mr. Fantastic. The the most. Uh, let's see. We had the Invisible Girl mm. thing, uh, the Human Torch, and then Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, he named yeah. himself Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Said, I'm going to call myself. Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> well, this is an easy one because I heard Brawlwin refers to him as Mr. Fantastic at the house anyway. <laughs> hey So, whoa. So that's an easy one. Any other reasons why we're picking? Yeah. Um, I like comic book characters that they're kind of their savvy and their intelligence is their weapon. Uh, I appreciate a character who knows when to kind of science his way out of situations and from time to time he does get distracted but also includes family and like the betterment of mankind in his plan and uh he's kind of an all-around hero and he can do some pretty amazing things with his body that might prove useful in years to come you know, now that I think about Bronwyn calling you Mr. Fantastic, it feels gross and dirty now. I don't know. <laughs> and you're the host of the Man Cave podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm into some pretty gross and dirty stuff, yeah. and now I feel weird. I've figured out the solution. <laughs> I'll share it with you when we're off air. <laughs> so much touching right now. Okay, let's move on to Bobby. <laughs> yes. So you can't be Mr. Fantastic. You can't no, be no, Captain no. America. No, no, no. I don't know why they gave you third. You put the whole thing together, and yeah, they... And it's really shitty. LexCorp said <laughs> Bobby goes go third, third. But they knew you wouldn't pick what they wanted to pick. Right, so right. I think you're The safe. Flash. The Flash. I picked the Flash. Ooh. Funny, that's what uh, Karen calls you, too, but I thought that wasn't <laughs> as nice. Oh! <laughs> She's not even out here. She's not even here. You're going to have to tell her again later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, um, you can run really fast. <laughs> he can. Tell me more about the running fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he can do other things, too. He can phase through objects. So let's say there's a, an airplane crashing. He can phase through the airplane, save everybody, and phase out and bring them out before it crashes. Because he moves faster than the molecules in the, in the plane. And any concerns about being the Flash? Any... Uh, Downside. I mean, the Flash tends to die every that's once not in a good. while. Yeah. <laughs> what I know about heroes, that's not great. No, but he comes back because it's the comic book. So. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but uh, there's different... I would more be maybe... So the thing is, Barry Allen, the Flash, has a really cool job. He's like a crime scene investigator. <laughs> it's a very cool job when he's not being the Flash. Bobby just wants to be an everyday hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he can also <laughs> run really fast. Wally West is really funny. Okay. But he doesn't really have. I don't even know what Wally West does for a job. But he just kind of like is funny and has a and, and has a family, which is great. But he, he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't. I don't know what he does for a living necessarily. But um, both are both are awesome. But also, you can run. You can leave one place and run so fast that you come back to that same place before you've left it. 
Think about that. You can get a lot of stuff done. Yes, exactly. Think of all the chores. Lawn mode. Lawn mode. No, no, this no. is not what you use superhero heroics for. <laughs> you no. can get takeout from food like places where food originated from. You'd that. have to order it yesterday. <laughs> I don't understand. Actual I'm not screwing up. Takeout <laughs> from Italy. Yeah. yeah. And this was great because I, I pick Wolverine for myself. Not that you guys care, but I've decided yes, on Wolverine. We do care. We do care. Why? And why? We, why I pick Wolverine. Why are we Wolverine? Because... Because he's Canadian, yeah. and I love maple syrup so much. Um, no, I just think he's such a – so because I do this Man Cave podcast thing, I'm, the, the, the uh, epitome of man, the epicness of being a manly dude goes pretty far in my thought process. And there's nothing more badass than Wolverine. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, cat Jeff, man. Jeff loves to stand in the mirror and pretend to pop his claws. <laughs> yeah, I got. I watch that as a. I swear to God, I got mad at someone the other day and I popped them out. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh, stop doing that in public." Yeah, <laughs> it hurts claws. every time. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right, so I'll let LexCorp know your decisions. I'm not included. I don't get to be Wolverine, but you guys are in. So excited about that. I, I did. I did a little talking comics research. Oh yeah, and I have a well, talking. Just like you bet your life, or no, you, well, this is your life, or I, one of these sort of things. You, you... Just a, just one question I want to ask you guys. I think it's it was interesting something I picked up. I listened to the the first episode of Talking Comics the other day, and Steve was there. Yeah. Yes, he was. Steve was there, so I'm going to start with Steve, and I bet Bobby knows the answer if Steve doesn't. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, Bob, you might just because you know freaking everything. Blackmailed me. That's the answer. <laughs> All right. So one of the original hosts, Brian Verderosa. He's here. He's here. Oh, he left. He's over oh, there. there. He's over there. Uh, he talked about his comic book experience. Okay. What was the first comic book Brian Verderosa ever bought? Oh, I didn't know I was going to be quizzed. Uh, no, no one did. This is <laughs> the first comic book that Brian ever read. Right. Bought. Bought. Oh, that ever bought. Right. Oh my God. Mm. I don't know. Bobby, do you know the answer? I don't know the answer. You don't know? Brian, what's the answer? <laughs> Chippendale's Rescue Rangers? <laughs> Chippendale's Rescue Rangers was the first comic book he ever bought. Which I th- it's, it's actually a good thing to talk about uh, to get into some more serious questions with you guys. Because the beginning of the podcast with Brad Jones and Bobby and mm-hmm. Steve and Brian, you guys were very open about your, uh, being a little naive to the comic book world, really. And kind of saying, like, hey, we're kind of here to learn. We're here to learn with mm-hmm. the listeners. We're here to grow with everybody. And, and, Bobby, I'll ask you a question. Starting from there, how did you picture the best-case scenario of talking comics from that point? Um, that's a good question, actually. You know, when I first started, honestly, the, the idea I had when I kind of pitched it to Brian and to Brad and to Steve, actually, was like, look, we'll do this thing. If people listen. That's awesome. But regardless if they listen or not, you'll, get, you'll, you'll be able to write a bunch of stuff. You'll be on a podcast. And we all kind of want to be writers. So this is a really good kind of resume thing, you know, to, to be writers. You'll, you'll have the experience. You'll, you'll have a portfolio. And Steve was already doing stuff for Joe Blow at that time. But, like, mm-hmm. it was just an extra thing. You know, it was something you, you, you could do more than, you know, than, than twice a month. You could do it a, a bunch, right? And, and, and for Brian and uh, Brad and I, you know, we weren't really doing anything on the Internet at that point. So it was a really good chance for that. Um, honestly, like I had been doing podcasts, like I said before earlier, for about four years at that point, and uh, a lot of people listening was never really a, a, um, an idea in my brain, right? It was never really a thing where I was like, oh, we're going to have thousands of people who listen to us. That was never, ever an idea for me. It was just simply like, I'll do this. 
I'll, I'll get to read a bunch of comics. It will it will validate my reason for buying a bunch of comics, and and I'll get to talk about them with, with people that I like. That was really the idea of it. And then hopefully, if I want to, you know, apply to this place or that place or this place, I can say, look, I wrote all these comic book reviews. I did this. I did this podcast. Whatever. Um, the growth has been completely, completely something different than I actually ever expected, and and it's been amazing. But it was never something that I ever thought was going to happen. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, now, Bob, you were not part of the original cast. I said no. You, now, I t- said tell me this story. No. This is the story I want to hear. You know, the story of Bobby asking you to do it, yeah. telling no, and then kind of the back and forth. How did Bobby pitch it to you? What finally got you on the show? Well, we were sitting here, not exactly at this table, but sitting here on, on Jackie and Jay's deck, and Bobby said to me, we're going to do a comic book podcast. You just did Fanboy Remix. Let's do that. Okay, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about the new 52, the new DC right. relaunch of the universe. And I said, well, they just canceled the nine books I was reading. <laughs> I have no interest in reading any new 52 books. Great, you know, bon voyage, have a great time. I can't be part of this because I don't read these books. Okay, and he found everybody else. And I got asked on to be a guest for Fantastic Four 600. Was that yes, the first time that's I exactly came what on? it was. And I just had a blast. With everybody else, and then guessed it, I think, once more. And there was, there was an opening. But by then, the show had already morphed into something else. Their learning process had now embraced other books, mm-hmm. old stuff and new stuff. And it's, we've got a spot, and we need someone to sort of walk us through some of this older stuff and how it relates to new. Old stuff? Me? <laughs> sold. Absolutely sold. And it's been absolutely wonderful. This is the the... The hour or two a week mm-hmm. where all this crap that's been in my head <laughs> comes out for a really good reason to people who are actually appreciative of what goes on. And that includes our listeners, our fans, the people who write into us, my co-hosts, and the interaction we have has been so brilliant. So I my saying no might have been the best thing I ever did <laughs> because it turned into this wonderful positive. Right. Absolutely. And you're huge, obviously a huge part of the show now. And uh we're, we're all us fans are so glad you said yes, Bob. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, Steve, like Bobby had mentioned, you had already kind of gotten involved with uh, JoeBlow.com. Mm-hmm. So when you were asked to be a part of this, did you have any reservations? Did you have any concerns? Or, or were you just gung-ho 100%? No, I was actually really eager to do it. Um, you know, falling into, uh, into friendships with uh, Jason and Jackie and, by extension, Bobby and Bob and, and meeting them at, like, quiz nights and stuff like that. Um I'd actually seen them podcasting for quite a time, and it was, you know, something that, like, I, I enjoyed every episode, and I listened religiously, and I was like, I think I could do this. And I was – I've I've been somebody that, like, behind a computer, behind a microphone, I'm a lot more outgoing than if you were to, like, engage me in person. Mm-hmm. I tend to, to clam up unless I'm 100% comfortable. But me I too. said this would be a really cool exercise to get in with, you know, these people that I'm friendly with and see if I can – spread my wings socially and do all these things. And Bobby had asked me, he said, you know, do you know anybody that would be interested? And I said, you know what? Like, I'm interested. Like, I've been listening to you for a while. I like what you do. And regardless of what it ends up being, it'll at least expose me to new things and it'll it'll teach me to get outside of my comfort zone. And we started doing the show. And, I mean, it was definitely a big learning curve. And I, I honestly never expected it to get as as big or mean so much to people as it does and, um, you know, every week we're reminded of just how much the, the show means to people. And that makes it mean 
that much more to me personally. Right. And, and you mentioned um, showing, feeling how much the show means to other people out there. Bobby, do you remember the first time you had that? And I, I can't remember sitting in front of your computer and talking about this stuff, but do you remember the first time you thought to yourself, like, holy crap, this thing is a success? Um. Yeah, I I, I do, and, and and it was it wasn't actually a numbers thing, really. I mean, our numbers started to grow very rapidly at, at one point, and th- and that was great. Uh, but uh, you know, I had been on Twitter for a couple of years, all during the fanboy remix years. I was on Twitter, and, mm-hmm. and during the Doctor Who cast years as well, which a year or so, which was great. But it was about maybe six months into the talking comics thing, where all of a sudden, every time I would like log on to Twitter. There would be, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten notifications, um, you know, talking to us about like what what was going on and, and commenting on like what was happening. And then I remember one morning, one Wednesday morning, I was in the shop, and the show comes out at you know seven o'clock in the morning, and I was in the shop maybe, and the show at that point, and oh, it was three hours long or something <laughs> like that, you know, and it was like eleven a.m. And people were commenting on the show at 11 a.m. when the show had come out at 7 a.m. Nice. And I was like, literally, you had to have maybe woken up and just listened to the entire show and then <laughs> talked to us. And that was the moment where I was like, wow, I was like, this means something to people, you know? And, and, and that was a pretty special experience for me. That was the first moment where I said, like, wow, this means something to people. And, th- and that's kind of what I judge the success on is how much it means to other people. Nice. And yeah. we, we focused a lot on the growth of the show since we got started. And, and Steve has done the spinoff show with the Talking Games. Uh, Bob, I wanted to ask you, if you were to do a Bob Ryer spinoff, a podcast about anything you wanted, because you have such an eclectic mind, and there's so much fun stuff going on in there. We're talking an hour and a half show. You get to talk about it. What would you pick off your spin show be? It would be like going through someone's attic. <laughs> you know, there'd be old boxes in the corner and cobwebs and whatever. Maybe Andy Rooney, for people who remember the old 60 Minutes right. commentator. But I think we, Bob, Bobby and I have done a couple of sort of history episodes that people really responded to where we did Captain America or Fantastic Four or something. And it would be maybe a monthly, let's deeply investigate the history of one character and why you should read this and what you should read about that. And go down that route. I did that just so I could steal your idea. And uh, <laughs> my own, you even named my podcast, so I love your mind. It's true. Yes, this <laughs> is true. true. You did. We were uh, sitting in the was it the village idiot at that point? I thought it was Bobby's apartment. It was my it? apartment? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Bob, I'm going to the bathroom. When I come back, you come back. Give yeah. me a name for my podcast. No, I, no, it was definitely <laughs> at the bar. It was definitely at the bar. No, it was at my apartment. Yeah, okay. We were watching a baseball game or a football game or something. I was drunk one way. <laughs> Either way, you were drunk. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, and um, that that sounds great. I would sign. I, I'd listen to that. I could learn so much. I know so little about what you do. <laughs> you <laughs> I did our, so th- our Thor movie review. You were great. Was it? Did I do Thor? Yeah, I, that was the one. Yeah, I did? Thor: The Dark World with yeah. us. Yes. If you hit the big movie ones, I can you know yeah. talk some nonsense with you guys for a little bit. But uh, Steve, Steve, you're very active on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'm a follower. Through there, through this, through whatever you do, what's the, what's the best fan experience or listener experience you've had? Since you started doing this show, I actually just had a, a, a listener experience um, this morning or this afternoon that was super, super, super touching. Um, I uh, I had ex- experience. I had a bad turn uh, with a family pet recently, and uh, one of our listeners has had his own experience with owning pets, where there are people that own pets that accept them as family and and 
are are very very attached to them. They're their company, their their loved ones, and all these things. And among the many many people that reached out, which I actually didn't say it on the sh- on the proper show, I might as well say it on the two hundredth. Um, I just want to thank everyone uh, for reaching out. You guys. It meant the world to me. But one listener in particular, uh, you could actually follow him on Twitter. He's at Lou, Lewis Drew This on Twitter. Mm. He drew a photo, or he did like a rendition of my cat as an astronaut, just kind of floating off in space. I have pictures of it. It's to be amazing. clear, your, your cat was not an astronaut, correct? She was. Okay. <laughs> no, my, my, my cat was rather cool. She was actually a IAMS food tester uh, from birth and has tattoos or had tattoos in her ears, both symbols and numbers. She's actually quite the badass. But um, he sent me this really, really, um, I'm not going to divulge, you know, private stuff, but just really heartfelt letter and explaining a couple of things about his own life and relating on how he found the show. And I've had so many just interactions with people that they really appreciate um, finding an identity and, and following along with people who were relatively new to comics one way or another. And they've kind of grown with us over time. Um, But like I said, particularly this morning, receiving a package in the mail of several different pieces of this person's art was spectacular. Awesome. That's, that's really cool stuff. And that's, uh, that's really touching and sweet and nice and gentle and nice and, Sweet. And, and I want to get away from all that stuff as fast as possible. <laughs> I want to go behind the scenes a little bit with you guys, all right? Okay. Let's break that fourth wall. Let's get back there. I want to know. I don't even know this. We break the fourth wall every day because we actually talk to the audience. So, Sorry, I'm a theater nerd. Sorry. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're getting it wrong. So I just want to let you know. Gotcha. All right. We've gotten away from the nice and sweet so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know some behind the scenes interactions, some drama, some fights, some things that have gone on between you guys that maybe the listeners don't even know about, stuff that you're thinking, I shouldn't say that right now. That's what I want to hear. Those are the stories I think the listeners, this is like a behind-the-scenes well, tour Stephanie's episode. Stephanie's not here. That's yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No. so whoa. whoa, that's, Bob went right for the, I'm going to start with Bobby. He's going to set the tone for this, because this is different. <laughs> this is more, a little more uh, pizzazz than normal. So, Bobby, what do you think? The first fight or something that's because you guys do all this work together for so long it's got to be something well i'd say most of the fights we've had have, <laughs> have ended up on the air i don't think that there's been a lot yeah. of fights that have been very private um, <laughs> uh you know i i think that w- when you do a lot of episodes of anything a, a lot of anything and you get into a pattern of something you end up kind of you do the same thing and it's successful and you don't really want to change it right you want to you want to stay with what you are and you want to do what you do and this is what people like so let's keep doing it and I'm a very restless person, so when uh, even when things are successful, if things start feeling stale to me, I need to kind of change them up, right? So uh, I remember very distinctly, we do a thing called the lightning round now, <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, where we do like three minutes each of like a bunch of books at one time, and then we do one book that's kind of our book of the week. Now, that has been like the last year or so we've actually done that. Before that, we used to just kind of do book of the week, and it would be like, let's talk about all the books we talk about. Um, and the segments would go on sometimes for a very, 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 very long time. I'm bowing my head. And, and, and I wrote some emails, and I was like, listen, I want to change it up. I want to kind of focus, be able to focus on books, mainly because like, I, I want to be able to focus on different books, books that we don't talk about all the time. We'll feature them, and the other books like we'll talk about very quickly. And I remember Bob <laughs> was not very happy, was not very happy with this, th- this turn of events. And I don't remember somebody, I can't remember who it was, but we had a guest on the show that week. It might have been Justin, actually. I don't remember. Were you in the first lightning round, Justin? Yeah, 
You were. Yeah. <laughs> so Justin was on the first lightning round. Um, and, and Justin had never been on the show before. And and, and um, he was joining us. And I, the first time I pitched it. And Bob was very resistant to it. <laughs> and so there were these really long emails from Bob. Who, surprise. Uh, very surprised. <laughs> that were like giving all these reasons why we should not do shorter segments on books. Um, and, and I remember... I remember sitting in my apartment, getting the emails, and like just putting my ha- my head in my hands. <laughs> and it's this thing where you know, obviously, like we're a team, and, and and everything that happens when we're doing it, we have to be all on board for what we're doing because mm-hmm. it doesn't work if we're not. But with any sort of team, you need somebody who's kind of like, okay, but this is what we're doing. You know, you need somebody who's like the last word, and I, I'm kind of the last word on that stuff. So I had to be like, Bob, those are all good reasons, <laughs> but. We're doing this. <laughs> like that's kind of that's kind of how it it, yep. it turned out. And I I, saw, I remember that as kind of a thing. And I, it was so funny because I remember I emailed Justin. I was like, Justin, I'm sorry. This is like the first like email chain that you're in on. <laughs> usually it doesn't go like this. Yeah. Usually it's just like these are the books we're talking about. Hey, and this is good. Yeah. I did take it. Yeah. Chain. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so okay. Yeah. okay. That so was, yeah. Bob, you're gonna go re- retort in a minute. No, of, I, no. There's no retort. Is there any other fights that you can think of, Bob, that you want to air out now? Clear the air. Fights? Fights, drama. No, no, we look, we, before it goes to the air, we tend to hash it out beforehand. And they are, for the most part, respectful and gentle. <laughs> and there's occasionally a, no, I want that book. No, you, you, you. What there's a lot of is sometimes we fly by the seat of our pants. For all the preparation we do, we get to the air. Mm-hmm. And it's, let's do this instead. And that may work better mm-hmm. in that it's, it's now spontaneous and human and real, and it's that conversation that you wanted from day one. Mm-hmm. This should not be a show. It should be a conversation. And when we started Fanboy Remix and I was doing shtick, <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. When I was doing, you know, well, Leslie Nielsen passed away. Let's do air, airplane jokes. <laughs> it's like, no, we're not doing that. Surely but, you can't be serious. That's exactly the joke I did. <laughs> exactly the joke and and did. the real problem was I didn't know what a podcast was until I was on one. <laughs> right. So we're, we're in a whole different place. We, we've had on-air disagreements, and some have been rancorous, to say the least. But what they always have been is respectful each other's opinions. And we come around to understanding where someone else comes from and why they're passionate. And I think that's bled through our entire community. Mm-hmm. And that, that's really special. When you look at what the rest of the Internet is like and our family of friends or whatever is not that, that's, you, that's all on Bobby. You guys have a great community and yeah. a great – um, Yeah, we do. You guys are like brothers when you do this stuff together. You guys yes. do everything together. There's growth and there's levels. And like I said, somebody has to be the voice mm-hmm. and all the stuff. You guys do that together. But when I when I do interviews and I do them every week, I, I like to have a Bravo question. And I call it that because on Bravo, I watch these shows called Real Housewives of Atlanta okay. and New York City. And the and the guy Andy Cohen asks these questions and the cat and the panel gets all riled up and they go. You guys have been kind of very safe and vanilla so far. So I'm counting on Steve <laughs> to really answer this one strongly. Steve, you better watch You're about to be very disappointed. <laughs> You're fired if you fuck this up. You're talking to the romantic of the group, and you, you want fire? A little fire, a little, a little drama. One day, there had to been a day you went to somebody, you'd be like, Ugh, you wouldn't believe what happened on Talking Comics. No, no, That's no, the story no. I'm looking for. No, honestly, I mean, as, as far as like the stuff that makes it to the show, there isn't anything super inflammatory. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Jeff. Um, <laughs> 
over time, I mean, we've been doing this for how long? Four years. Yeah, about yeah. four years. Um, you know, when you get a couple people together, like I, uh, Stephanie came to the show and, you know, she was very green to the whole thing. She didn't really know what to expect. She didn't know Bob and Bobby from mm-hmm. a hole in the wall. Um, and her and I only knew each other just so. So, I mean, she pretty much dove into this thing and was was very brave about coming onto the show and offering her opinion. And, um, I mean, sure, like, off-air, they're, like, never never text your new idea to anyone or never <laughs> never try to never try to talk about something that might have happened on the show that you were uncomfortable with through text message because it just doesn't go well. It's always better to like like we said, you know, we all hook up before we start recording. Yeah, we, nice. We have little <laughs> you know, a couple massages, a little bit of, you know, very flavored tender. oils and whatnot. It's very tender. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um seriously, no, we I you know we have a we have a really good camaraderie. We've all kind of adapted to one another's tastes, and while they might not all match up on the show, uh, everyone has learned to be mindful and respectful of each other's opinions. That even if we don't agree, we hear each other out. I you're shaking your head. <laughs> at me. I know, Jeff dude. You me. asked like the worst possible person this question to focus down on. I had we three people in front of me. I asked everyone here, think, and we all got. You all gave. The same answer. Yeah, it means it must be true, I you mean, jerks. The, the yeah. thing about it, too, is that, like, uh, m- my whole thing, and I've, I've said this to Bob, I said, when people first start doing this, the kind of the kind of um, instinct, right, is to be like you are in normal conversation, which is to kind of wait for your turn and kind of speak when, you know, and judge social cues. and be. Mm-hmm. But what I always tell people when we do this, and I told it to Bob, I told it to Jackie when we first started, I told it to Steve as well, it's like, look, I wouldn't ask you to do the show if I didn't think you knew what you were talking about. You need to trust what you're talking about and be passionate about it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, do not listen. Like, if I don't like what you're saying, we'll have an argument about it. But like, I, I'm you are on here because I trust that you know what you're talking about. So, you, you fight me back, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think at the beginning of every show, there's sort of a push and pull with that because people don't aren't used to that in, in normal conversation, you know. And I, I think that stuff comes up with that all the time. But I think in general, once that sort of groundwork is laid i think mm-hmm. everybody kind of it, it, the, the plenty of disagreements don't don't get me wrong yeah. but i mean uh i mean it's a long time ago now i think that'd be three, almost three years ago now yes. but like yep. the, like the uh the dark knight rises conversation Oops. which is kind of famous for like being right. very yeah. heated that's right and yeah. and, and where it, it, and that stemmed from you know that idea of like you need to trust what your opinion is and if i don't agree with it you don't have to listen to me. You know, and, and I've been telling Bobby he's wrong about the Dark Knight for Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Dark Knight I love Rises. the Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises yeah. ever since it came out. Dark Knight Rises yeah. is a bad movie, but I, well, the Dark Knight is a great movie. Agreed. Dark Knight. Dark Knight I almost responded that you baited me. I did. You're bait trolling you. me. I right am trolling you me. right now. That's the thing. Like honestly, like if there's if you want you want drama, just go back and listen to the podcast. It's all there. There's like almost nothing ever gets edited out. No, we nothing gets just, edited out. Yeah. yeah. One I, once or twice. The, the, the image expo conversation. Were you on that? I don't think you were no. there for that podcast. No, it wasn't. It was me, Bob, and Stephanie. Yeah. Very heated conversation. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So I promise I won't tell you guys what Bob says about you behind your back then. Okay. I'll just <laughs> let that go. Staying behind the scenes, just quickly. I think we're getting a little long here. It's got a couple mm. more things to cover. Just quickly, give us a behind the scenes look. Maybe something the audience doesn't realize you do as far as show prep. To get ready for each episode or get ready for a week or hmm. something that's your thing that you like to do, you know. Um, Bobby, go ahead. You can start. I-, I will tell you that after 200 episodes, you know, things become um, 
easier. You know, and, yeah. and, 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 and it's a thing where at this point, like, Bob's shaking his head, but it's no. absolutely true. Bob is the best at, at the entire, on the entire show. <laughs> but the thing about it is that after 200 episodes, I, I know, right, I know as the host of the show, the person who plans the show, I know that if I go, hey, let's talk about this five minutes before the show starts, we'll have something to talk about. And it's, still, it's really funny because even sometimes we're like, oh, do we have enough to talk about before the show starts? And then we go for two and a half hours yeah, yeah, with yeah. nothing to talk about, right? So I know that, that that's the case. I will say this. Bob will email S- Steve, Stephanie, and I on Thursday. Yeah, about nice. that. Nice. Latest. Fr- if it's Friday, he says, I'm sorry I'm so late with this email. <laughs> yeah. Be- and he starts email. It's not even me. Who taught Bob how to email? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's. I, I, I don't know who did it. But he'll be like, "Oh, this is the, all the books I read. This is what I'm going to talk about. Here we go." Uh, and so Bob, that email is kind of what gets the chain started. And then it's emails back and forth, um, except for Stephanie, who never emails anybody about what, what, what she's going to do. Um, but that's part of the charm. Yeah. You know, it, it's always a surprise. Uh, but. I think that that's really what got to start it. And that's really, you know, there'll be emails back and forth. If we have a topic or something we're going to talk about, there'll be emails back and forth yes. about, like, we're going to talk about this. Let's avoid this. But they're very bullet, bullet pointed, right? They're not, it's never like, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about exactly this, we're going to do exactly that. Because I know that my co hosts can navigate things without me having to kind of d- doctor or baby them through the process. And, right. and that's, that's kind of what you want, right? You want somebody to be, you want a group of people who can. Like we're going to talk about this and be very general, and then you're able to get something great out of it. Right. And then it's my job as the host to sort of ask questions that lead to this, or curb this conversation, or stop this conversation when it's when it's going to happen. But I would rather the conversation be as unfiltered as possible, and then go from there. Right. Is yeah. there anything you guys do to prepare for each show each week that you think is a little unique and different? Bob's apparently working on, uh, you know, October show now. I mean, <laughs> don't I, give away those secrets. Will you? I mean, Bob, you're there. You're uh, you're definitely the most prepared out of anybody on the show. Bob shows up with whole scripts of things, <laughs> but they're very. It's it's a, just only an outline. You can probably explain Look, it since it's your thing. Once we went lightning round, I was the most resistant. Lightning rounder, right? You're the king of the lightning rounder. Yeah, I know that if I fill an entire page with scribble, it's three minutes. (laughs) Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So it's okay if I'm starting to run long. I got to cut this off and this off, and it is harder for me because it's what are people? What are people haven't heard? What Mm. aren't we doing? What do I need to throw into this? So I take my cue from what Bobby's email is to me. Find some research. Okay, there's this, but then there's the historical version of that. Okay. And it leads to this, and there's this news story over here. Mm-hmm. And here's some crappy joke I can tell <laughs> that he'll cut out. Surely no, you I never can't be serious. No, but you'll, you'll cut the question off before I can <laughs> yes. get to it. Yes. Right. It's you true. won't cut it after I tell it, but you won't let me get to it. But what it's about is, for, for me, is to what can I say that will lead us to a conversation? Yeah. And absolutely. we have, among four of us, some of those brilliant conversations I have ever had in my nearly 60 years on this planet. We sit and just chew the fat as if we're four regular folks sitting around the table like this. Opposed to the celebrities that we are in real life. (laughs) (laughs) 
as soon, so soon cool. as we get done signing autographs, we really yeah. hunker down and. <laughs> I, you know, I gotta say, I did get to sign one once at a con. Was it someone's bra? Or a con? No, <laughs> no, it was Harry Jackson who asked me to sign his yep. his uh, his book, and we all did. That's his porn star name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time we meet up, he asks me to draw him something in his sketchbook. Yeah. It's awesome. All right, so I, I have a trivia question for you guys. Too. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, with roots in the 1700s. Comic books have roots in the 1700s, but uh-huh. what is the first modern comic book? What was the name of the first modern comic book? Comic book or comic strip? Comic book. I could give you a year if it helps. 35? 33. Come on, Bob. Don't let us down, 30, Bob. 33? Everyone's going to be so disappointed. I mean, it's 1933, I'd right? Say, We're I'd on that page. I'd, <laughs> I'd say more fun. That's not correct. Okay. I, I have no idea. If Bob doesn't know, none of us know. <laughs> 33. Go ahead. Famous Funnies. Okay. All right. First okay. comic book in 1933. Oh, Famous Funnies? Yeah. Oh, oh of course. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, that's that in this was, pile right here. We yeah, have Famous Funnies in this that pile of books. That was reprints, though. <laughs> Those are reprints of newspaper strips. I gotta be honest with you. I just kind of looked it up, and okay. I'm gonna trust no, my source. Yeah, so of that, that's no, that's correct. Perfectly <laughs> correct. The Google. Um, so I, I'll, we'll finish with this. You guys have recently done some movie casting, yes, uh, yeah. of yourselves <laughs> and stuff. And I know you guys have, have been working on that. Do you guys want to go through who you cast as this? I or, do. Or, I do. Or, yes, yes. 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 You guys are all smiling now. Yes. Can you guys fight about it so we can talk about it? Or <laughs> you just want this I, to be the I'm Jerry's fight, bro, bro, bro. I need one. I'm no, going to fight a lot when someone <laughs> picks, you know, some dead person. Tom, Tom brought. I did pick a dead person for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so did I. So did I, actually. So there we go. Well, right. start, I'll start with Bob or Steve and Bob. We'll finish it with okay. you, all right? Okay. So I went for. We have pictures. We don't have a camera. We do have a camera. I have one no, picture. We do, but we're I, I, oh, my I God. Also, I just I can saw also, I, can, I have email that I <laughs> can do, send You do, you do, you do. For Steve, I say Steve's on. Okay. Particularly, particularly as bearded and long hair. This is a good picture that you got here. I will really accept that. Okay. I will gladly accept Steve it. Steve is very I happy have. compared to the other, pe- the, other the right. fan <laughs> castings that have happened. I oh, have shit. for Bobby Jeremy Piven. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. That's, like a, that's that. a common. Like, Jeremy Piven is a common one. Okay. Yes. Now, I did... I'm going to save Stephanie for last because I have this a great picture. But for myself, as a dead person, <laughs> David Carradine. That's hey, pretty good. Yeah. David, That's not bad. David Carradine. Yeah, though good. John Carpenter, not so bad. But He's not I, really an actor, though. I'd have to grow a mustache for that. <laughs> now, Or he could shave his mustache. Stephanie was, was tough because I had some ideas. Carmen Electra. What? What are we talking about? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I, she might have been in the discussion. I found this wonderful picture that I think speaks to speaks to our <laughs> oh, Stephanie. Who is that? It is Cat Dennings. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. Cat Dennings, yeah. From Two Broke Girls in a wonderful cat sweatshirt. That's a good one. So, <laughs> That's not bad. Those are, those are my choices. That's Great. a good one. Very nice. Steve, I hope you have photos. <laughs> I have one photo. Okay. I have one photo. I'll save it for last so that I can navigate my phone at the end. Um, am I do- I'm doing a... What? Up. Oh. Sorry, Brian, oh, we're Brian's being talking. we're being turned. I got it, Brian. Down. Brian, I got it. I got it right here. Oh, Brian is interrupting our podcast. Hey, hey, we, we that's loud? Brian Verderosa talking <laughs> movies. This making is an editorial decision. <laughs> this is this is why <laughs> they the kicked you out. Studio breaking in on your <laughs> artistic vision. I know. What is this? <laughs> all right, sorry. So Steve. sorry, Brian, right. that our podcast is too loud for you. <laughs> He's just sulking. Now he dropped his glasses and just walking away. That's okay, right, Steve. You're that's right. right. You walk away. Walk into the woods, never to return. Jay, I know it was your fault. 
<laughs> All right. So uh, for the Talking Comic Books movie, I uh, cast Ellie Kemper for Stephanie. Ellie Good Kemper one. is uh, from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, okay. She is Kimmy. Gotcha. Uh, she has got the energy to be Stephanie and is as random as Stephanie <laughs> ever is. Random is important. Random is Randomness is yeah. definitely important. And uh, I think she could pull it off. You throw a little bit of you know brown hair dye in there and uh, we'll be all right. So for Bobby, we might have to get a little bit of, of aging down technology going on. Okay. But uh, I cast Stanley Tucci. Okay. Yeah. As Bobby. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. There are only so many bald actors in the world. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> You should see what Bronwyn and I put into the search engine while we were eating dinner the other night to find a proper casting for you. I, I got you. Don't ever tell him. It's not going to be good news. No, no, it's no, not no, 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 no. Okay, gotcha. So I've got two castings for me. I have one very flattering and then one semi-realistic. So I've Tom got, Cruise, George Clooney. Next. Uh, I, I, I've been told by a very reliable source that Chris Pratt should uh, play me in the Talking Comics movie. I guess movie. that reliable source is your girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> and uh, though I do bring some of Andy's intelligence to the podcast absolutely, every now and absolutely, again. So absolutely. Uh, but the other one is a surprise casting is Eric Christian Olsen. Who? He oh, is yeah. the actor from the uh, male cheerleader film Fire, Fired Up. See? He knows. <laughs> Drew knows. He was also Go in Drew. Dumb and Dumberer. Yeah. So that classic piece of cinema, if you care. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's also in Eurotrip, I believe. If you want yes. to see acting at its finest. Yes. <laughs> and for Bob, I did bring a photo of this because I found a very Bob photo. But uh, I actually cast Jeremy Irons as oh, Bob Ryer. And yes, come on, yes. Bobby. Yeah. Jeremy Irons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's I've, good. That's I've good. been known to wear a scarf. So Not bad. Definitely works. So yeah. Definitely so Jeremy works. Irons for uh, for Bob Ryer. Awesome. Good. Good, good pick. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes. This is a tough exercise because you have to have that moment of like, this is how I view myself. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah, always a tough. You get judged either way. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Bobby, go ahead. So um, for Steve, oh boy, I picked Emil Hirsch. Okay. Who was in Into the Wild? He's also Speed Racer. Yes. Yeah, wasn't he just in the news for like some really horrible crap? Was he? I don't even know. He's he, a great actor. He though. was friends with Jared from Subway. So he's a speed totally racer. <laughs> oh. He's speed racer. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a good cool. choice for you. Yeah. Okay, good choice for you. All right, Bob. I also had David Carradine. That was oh, the yeah. dead person the that dead I picked person. Okay. because I think that's perfect for you. Yeah, David Carradine is perfect for you. Um, for Stephanie, I picked Zoe Deschanel. Uh, Less great. for oh, yeah, looks, yeah. more for personality. Right. Yeah, She'd be, she she's going to be so choice. happy with that, too. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Stephanie and I don't interact often, but when all we do is she'll send me a gif or a gif of Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> Say gif, it's yeah. fine. But it's not right. I, I felt, hate the word I thought, gif. I thought you were going to judge you know, me the other way. You, you, and, I, you and I both know. <laughs> I've already, had, argument yes. on the podcast yeah, I've already had this discussion. I hate Jif. I don't care if the creator of Jif says it's Jif. <laughs> it's, it's a GIF. GIF. All right, I just agreed. All right? Agreed. Jif. And for I myself, yeah. Jif. I picked Corey Stoll, who is the bad guy in Ant-Man. Okay. And he's oh. also in um, and in uh, House of Cards as well. Nice. Another bald actor. He's <laughs> a little younger and a that, little in shape than the other actors that have been picked for me before, <laughs> but I, I, I will go with Dave, it. That was one of the contenders on the list. Okay. Dave Chappelle did that skit about black actors. You do bald actors. Yeah, That'll exactly. be your thing. It's yeah. tough because normally we're like either like... Um, loser gym teacher or bad guy. That's the two things that bald people get. <laughs> Unless you go all the way in Bickett, then you're Michael Chiklis, and then you can do it. Well, yeah, but then you're like asshole cop. <laughs> yeah, he was he. Or that's you could always yes. be hapless stoner layabout. It's true as well. <laughs> or you could be like Roman said. You you could be um, Patrick Stewart, who's been. Literally 65 years old since the time he was 25. <laughs> right, right. So, um, which might be better than 
guy dead from autoerotic asphyxiation. It's true. But you literally, oh, wow. myself, you have so. the same hair as that guy. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you and him are the only guys with that hair, too. Yeah, That's what yeah, I Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to go quickly. A couple of listeners wrote him with some oh, things. Oh, Go for yeah. it. So, um, uh, Samuel Moon, Billy Zane for me. Yes. Uh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd for Bob. I've heard that. Zach Galifianakis for Steve. Oh, that's yeah. good, yeah. Yes. And, and Ellie Kemper for, hey, for yeah, Stephanie. Hey, you hit that one, Steve. Um, nice Hanging out with your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> <laughs> he is a cool guy. He's, He's pretty cool, guy. man. Uh, so, and Sammy Cassell, who picked um, Paul Giamatti for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Michael Douglas. For, for Bob. Wow. Wow. Um, That's also, Zach Galifianakis for Stephanie. Hey. <laughs> Two votes for Zach. Um, and, and for Stephanie, this is something I can't find the picture right now, and it's, it's really bugging me that I can't find it. I had it up before. Wait, wait, wait. I found it. I found it. Emma Stone for Stephanie. Oh, yeah. that's adorable. Yes. I mean, yes. Basically, it's like find adorable person who's not blonde, and that will be Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. That's a good. It's a good thing. It's, it's a good, good pick. choice. It's a good pick. We had somebody also pick Jewel State for Stephanie, who is uh is from Firefly. Firefly, yeah. Yes. Good, good casting on that part. And considering her cat's name Kaylee. Yeah. For me, go. it was Jeremy Piven. Again, for Bob was Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> and for Steve Great was Scott. Owen Wilson, which Steve loved. Yes. Wow. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I was here one night for a Halloween party. It was the first one you guys did a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it was, I think we were doing like, uh, classic horror or something. It's kind of a theme. So I did a whole <laughs> Herbert West reanimator thing. Lab coat. I, I made fake ID for Miskatonic University and wore a shirt and the whole thing. And, the, and I, my hair was much shorter then. First guy walks up to me. Doc Brown, right? <laughs> no, no. Why am I carrying a green hypodermic with glow-in-the-dark stuff in it? No, I know. But so the Christopher Lloyd thing works, then. think. That's right. Absolutely. Bobby, I, I think you guys are doing a great job. I'm out of questions. You're out of questions? Anything, I can help, anything else we, I need to do for you? I here? just want to read some tweets from some from fans. Tweets. Yes. Yeah. Tweets. We got some very beautiful emails from fans as well. And um, they're long and they're amazing. And I want to post them. When we post this on the website as a, as a podcast, they will be in the show notes. Um, it's tough to read them all out uh, mm-hmm. uh, online. Uh, but I'll le- at the end, I'll read their names so that they, they get their, their due that, that, that they deserve. But... Um, this is from Kazik Minded, who's at Infinity Watcher. Says, "Congrats to my friends over at Talking Comics on their 200th episode. You guys have opened my mind and heart to many things. Thank you." Um, and some other listeners wrote in with the, with the hashtag TCPod200. Um, FKA Giant Woman, who's at S underscore Smiles25, who also wrote a very long, very beautiful email, mostly directed at Bob. Who, <laughs> uh, thank yous to Bob. Thank you, Sarah. Um, says too many to tweet, but but there are there are certain, but certainly meeting Bob Ryer for the first time at 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 Rob's house was one of the greatest <laughs> moments of, of talking comics. Um, Ross Michand, who's who is uh, at Old School Ross, says Bob's final Fantastic Four final issue farewell so heartfelt. Had to leave uh, my favorite comics pal daughter to freshen up uh, <laughs> afterwards. Um, Sammy Cassell said the 150th episode, mainly because I got to be on it. Yeah, uh, the image ahead. debacle last year and the night uh, Stephanie showed up tipsy is his favorite his favorite <laughs> moments of the show. 100 in the stairwell. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Ross Monroe says, listen to nearly all of your shows at the gym, and I've lost over 40 pounds and changed my lifestyle, so thank you. The hell uh, the subway, there's us. <laughs> uh, Craig... <laughs> 
Craig Blendclose says, uh, listened for over two years and it always it's always great. Image Expo is one of my favorites due to the heated, passionate exchange. <laughs> Ouch. Um, Hugh Perry, uh, who is one of our news Hugh! people, runs our Twitter. Girl. Amazing guy. We'll be uh, here soon. Great friend as well, coming yes. for t- coming for uh, New York Comic Con. Says, huge congratulations to my friends over at Talking Comics in reaching 200 episodes. Long live Talking Comics. Love and hugs to all of you. Uh, James Hammond says too many moments to choose from all of, all of you having a great time after Avengers came out was great but the real joy from listening to you four coming together becoming friends and discovering a new love of comics from each other um, at that funds hey says <laughs> I've said it once so I would say it again weren't you uh, weren't you listening what the what the hell great team great debates with respect and integrity rather than creator gushing uh, has made this my number one podcast. Favorite moment, I don't know when, but I began trying new genres, creators, and publishers. Thanks, team, for all the time and effort. Jackie Turner tweeted a picture. I hope everyone's hungry. I'm cooking up something good. Jory <laughs> <laughs> um, Pacino uh, says, uh, congrats to Talking Comics on the 200th episode. I've learned and read and done such cool stuff working with these remarkable folks. Um, at Flash says congrats on the 200th episode I've been listening since late 2013 this is Hugh Hugh live Hugh is live Flash says congrats on the 200th episode I've been listening since late 2013 and you guys are like family to me um, Sammy Casella again says I want to wish the crew from Talking Comics Talking Movies Talking Games and the Misfits a happy 200 and Lenny Reed says I would like to wish at Talking Comics a happy 200th episode to the most welcoming and thoughtful community I've ever seen also the TC hosts have a dynamic that makes slow comics news weeks mandatory listening so rare another 200 please um, <laughs> so thanks to everybody who wrote in you guys are amazing mm. um, I want to say thank you to um, I said Samuel Moon before but thank you to uh, Kyle Garrett who's super bad Larry on Twitter who couldn't be here today who wanted yeah, to be absolutely. here thank you so much um, uh, Drew, who is here? Yeah, <laughs> Chris is also here. Yeah. Woo! Thank Donna, you so much, Donna and Danny in the corner. Donna and Danny in the corner over there, uh, so far away. Yeah. Uh, thank you to all our talking games, talking comics, misfits, talking valiant. Everybody who makes this show and this site what it what it is. Um, thank you so much, and, and thank you to everyone who who listens and everyone who contributes because it wouldn't be the same without you guys stephanie is not on today but stephanie is an essential essential part of the show and someone who um, makes the show something special and different other than the hundreds of other geek centric podcasts that exist out there um it's really a very special thing to have her on the show and we love her and we're thinking about her and thank you so much to her for really making this something that's uh, a joy to do every weekend and, and, and week out. Thank you to my co-hosts Bob and Steve, who are sitting right here with me. Yeah. Who, without you, them, dude. the show would not exist. Uh, uh, I never expected 200 episodes. That's a crazy amount of episodes. It's a stupid <laughs> amount of episodes. Um, we did 100. I was like, this is a lot of episodes. <laughs> but I've done this before, so it's not that many episodes. We did 150, and I was like, wow, this is also a lot of episodes. And now we're at 200, which is an insane number of episodes. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know what, where we go from here. But um, 201. Yeah, 300. 201. That's true. No, 201, 201 is where we is go. Enough. We'll answer, go one yeah. at a time. But I, I would like to say thank you so much to everybody. And it's, it's just been a fantastic time. And Jeff, thank you so much for doing this. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. Since college. Absolutely. Since uh, I took a 
social issues in theater class, <laughs> and Jeff decided to call me Tony. Just made that decision. I wasn't going to use your real name. Yep. <laughs> it was just... You, I knew from that point, this guy's a real asshole. Yeah, but the first time we real bonded was over SmackDown, watching wrestling. I used to be really into wrestling. Yep, yep. So it was really, I was really into that. Yeah, And, and just, you know, okay, if I could plug my stupid Absolutely. nonsense for a minute. Absolutely. Uh, after you're done listening to Talking Comics, if you're looking for another podcast, which has a little <laughs> different spin on it, we do the Man Cave podcast. It's, you know, total, it's like if Wolverine had a podcast, oh. it would be the Man Cave <laughs> podcast. Is that pretty fair? I'm trying yes. to say it as gently as I can. Uh, guy stuff, sports, things like that. Mancavepodcast.com. Big into Twitter, at Mancavepodcast. And be the, the other podcast you listen to, or one of your new ones. Maybe check it out. We'll Absolutely. Our shows come out every Tuesday morning. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm still waiting for a check, by the way. For the name rights? For the yeah. name, yeah. Don't worry. It's in the mail. <laughs> I've heard you're, that you're before. You're going to get 10% of what Jeff's ever made off of the Talking Comics <laughs> so talking, that's where I'm at podcast. I, so I owe him $300. Which is, a lot of what weird merchandise and strange visits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's going to do it for the Talking Comics 200th episode for this week. For Bob. My thanks to everyone here. And Steve. Seriously, guys, thank you so much for everything. I have been Bobby. Until next time on Talking Comics, to be continued.